Hello and welcome to another edition of Pizza's Face is Cut in Half and One Side is Up and the Other Side is Down. Trunks is both shorter and taller than you now. I think. Uh, I'm Laughing Boy LP and I'm here with my, as always, my trusty Parman Mocha. But I'm also here with two lovely guests. I was going to make another joke. I was going to say like one in two halves of lovely guests, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I already made that joke like two seconds ago. Um, for some reason, my notes aren't coming up, but any, I don't need notes to introduce y'all. We got, <laughs> we got Caboose. God damn it. We are in the wrong places. Caboose needs to get on this. Uh, get back here pronto. Uh, Am I Caboose? We have, yeah, you're Caboose and I'm Dark Hi, Pyros. I'm Caboose with three O's. Two and then pizza is filthy pizza and laughing boy LP at the same time. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I get to be half host, half not. <laughs> you are half. You technically everyone's a co-host, so you're just two co-hosts uh, or two halves of a co-host. Uh, I'm laughing boy LP. Don't get confused. This will be fixed in a little bit. Uh, we have Dark Pyros here with us. Hello. And as well as filthy pizza at the bottom. We chip. We chip. Uh, I need to figure out why my notes aren't showing up, but essentially, this is dia- This is not dialogue. This is touching base. Wow. If I don't have my notes, I'm nothing. Uh, it's each episode, podcast. We talk. <laughs> that's the name. Uh, you know, each episode, we talk about all about what we're playing, what we're watching, plus all the news you can use as long as it's interesting to us. I remember that. I say that all the time. You can find us here almost every Friday night around 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m.-ish. It's usually closer to 10. We'll figure it out. Uh, over at twitch.tv slash LP with episodes appearing someday on many of your favorite podcasting services. I'm getting close. I had, I had the stream on Saturday, and then I haven't touched my laptop until Thursday. Uh, and apparently we had a power outage in this house. Because as like the first time I touched my PS5 this week, first time I touched this laptop, both of them were like, hey, we shut down unwarrantedly. Oh, oh, yeah, well, power outage. I guess so, because I think like on Monday, the uh, AC stopped working. Like it just felt like not working. Oof. Um, it was blowing air. It was very weak. And apparently that can happen if you have a power outage uh, that's happened before. And you remember the one time that you were over, Chris, and we were like playing Shenmue and it got like super hot. We don't know why. Yeah. It was that. Oh, okay. Um, and then the next morning, it was like six in the morning. I wake up and I'm like full of sweat. I go downstairs. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking fix this. Because <laughs> I thought it was maybe the filter because I installed the filter like Sunday. This is a very boring conversation. Um, and once I installed it, once I reinstalled it, which was literally just me pulling it out, looking at it and then putting it back in and then closing it again. And then I reset the, uh, the AC and magically cold air came into the house. I set it at like 68 degrees and then I woke up and I was freezing cold. So <laughs> I fixed it. At least um, it wasn't free on that sucks. Cause then you gotta yeah. fucking replace it. And it's like, what like eighty dollars per pound of freon or some dumb shit? I have heard this. I have heard this, okay. and that's what we needed to look into before we bought the house. Like we made sure that we had a fairly new HVAC 
and yeah. it's about five years old. So not bad. Yeah. I don't really know how long they last. I think it's like 10 years or probably hopefully a little bit more than that. Like a, I think a roof is like 20 years. HVAC is like maybe around 10. Just keep some containers open. And then once the cold air stops, close those containers. And when you need them, open them up in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how air works. Yeah, I think so. I'll just put a lot of ice in the AC. Yeah, and that'll yeah fix perfect. It. <laughs> just dump. We need more. Caboose, you fixed it. What did nice. I do? I, I always forget that, like, I need a three-person layout for when you're not here. And then I'll... Because right now, like, for, like, five minutes, uh, Dark Pyros was you and I was Dark Pyros and Chris was two... Both filthy pizza and me. Of course, if you're listening to this as a podcast, you're probably not going to know. Oh, you're that. just confused. Well, you stalled <laughs> long enough. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Actually, sorry. You know what? Good point. Sorry, I'm late. The, it's the, fine. The one day I the one day I I get to leave early on closing. There's there's a problem with the money. Wop wop wop. That sounds like uh, that South Park cold reading episode. The money, uh, you know, the money is okay. Like. The money will be all right. How did you know? Well, it was not. Oh, yeah. Don't worry about the money. That was what, like, a lot of did cold somebody pocket said. all the money in the store and say there was only a dollar in the register? No, somebody thought know. the nickels were quarters quite, and gave out the quite, wrong change. Quite the opposite, actually, <laughs> of your Star Pyros. <laughs> That's um, always the best feeling. Give me, give me a quick second. I need to go. I think it's because I need to access my phone. So that it touches the Wi-Fi. Here we go. All right. I need to get a new phone because my phone no, no longer takes calls. <laughs> it it doesn't? I get voicemails, but I do not get calls. Unless you're a telemarketer, then I always get those calls. Oh, well, that's important. <clears throat> yeah. As long as you get those. This, uh, this has been tested? Yeah, because yeah, I'll always get the call where it's like, your car warranty is about to expire, but I'll never get the call from like my dad saying, Hey, do you want lunch? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's the most Your important thing. just call. prioritizing what it believes is something that you will care about. Do you which want is your free car's food? extended warranty? You do yes, need please. an extended warranty. <laughs> that, uh, touching base, the show that may, reminds you of your extended warranty <laughs> and doesn't uh, ask you if you want lunch. That's right. Let's do some housekeeping. Now that I have my notes, uh, episode 24 of Dialogue Box Housekeeping was streamed last Saturday featuring myself, Josh Jepson, and Secret Agent Jacob, uh, otherwise known as You're Doing Great, Sweetie. Um, you can check the highlights here on Twitch or you can catch the VOD on YouTube shortly. Episodes 23 and 24 will be on podcast services in due time, so I hope you look forward to that. I'm going to make the effort this weekend to have all episodes of Touching Base, including this one, up on podcast services around the globe this weekend. Um, you know, I just need some time to actually sit at my computer and do it. You can catch all of them on, laugh, uh, on YouTube.com slash LP in the meantime. Uh, last week's episode is also kind of in limbo. They're all sitting. They're there. I just need to, you know, unprivatize them. I have to make the chapters. That's like the hardest part. Um, this is our first fifth ever episode of Touching Base. Tonight, we're skipping the news. I know there's a lot of news that came out. I 
didn't wasn't even paying attention honestly like i saw some of it yeah. you probably you probably already know what it is yeah. it's basically <laughs> you just know stuff and you've, stuff. if you've watched every single episode until now you know all of our opinions about all the news that that I, could I'm, possibly be in the future i mean i'm disappointed we're not going to talk about the atari vcs console but what are you gonna do? i as well Wait, that's been out for like a while. Though, no, it? no, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. <laughs> no but I just I, I saw some a... people review it like months ago. They yeah. might have given out review copies, but they gave review copies. Officially launched for another week and a half. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Things a nightmare. It literally the announcement. Everyone was kind of like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, so we're not going to talk about how Kevin Hart was cast as Roland for the Borderlands movie. Oh, okay, that's, that's who he's cool. playing? Yeah, I, I'm kind of upset about style that. Now? Yeah. He's not really butch enough for Roland, though. Well, he's also not quiet enough for Roland. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's also very true. I don't know. Maybe um, it'll be good, but... Uh, I, I mean, if they, I, think I every- would be so happy if they literally just redo like jumanji but make it boring <laughs> that's what I was gonna, that's exactly what i was about to say was i was like i mean i think everyone went into jumanji at the start of that thing thinking there's no way this is going to be a good movie there is but, zero way the jumanji oh, is going to be good i i did i definitely did at least in the vein of it being a fun movie yeah i would rather have batista be a brick not the rock yeah batista's probably better at being stupid yeah, Batista would probably be better as Brick, well, and then I have no idea who would be Gunzerker. Here's a question: is Salvador, uh, how yeah. much? Yeah. How much? How much like Drax is Brick? It, basically the same character. The same basically character. The same okay, character. yeah. Well, then he would be great because <laughs> yeah. Dave Dave Batista is great as Drax and very little else. Yeah, I was gonna say take away the knives and you have yeah. Brick is pretty much just have, yeah. punch things. <laughs> No, all the silhouettes were like the people from the first game and Tiny Tina, because of course mm-hmm. Tiny Tina's got to be there. Yeah. Well, supposedly, I guess one of the leaks uh, is that there's a Tiny Tina side game. There, we did the news. Yeah, that's we'll all the news. Done. Wrap all it right, up. On, on um, to the leaks. News over. <laughs> so what are we doing instead of news, Mr. Laughing Boy? We're going to talk about uh, E3 and our predictions of E3 as well. Jeff Keighley's summer party at his parents' house while they're out of town. Yeah, but first, let's do some catching up. <laughs> don't don't touch the Dr. Pepper. That's my mom's. Um, but first, let's do some catching up and talk about what we've been playing this week in our first segment. I was gonna say now, but I have Jesus Christ. That is perfect. That was perfect. The song's over. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> does it every time. I don't even think he's heard the song. Um, as always, all of our music Ooh. is brought to you by Popsky. You can find him on Sound or I almost said SoundCloud. Breaking news. Maybe SoundCloud. Uh, Bandcamp. Download all of his music. Well, I think a- actually, if you want royalty-free music for your streams, he's there's- doing a. What is that? That's your breaking news. That Isa Ray will news. be playing voicing Jessica Drew. Oh, it doesn't matter. News is over. Woman. In the new oh. Into the Spider Verse two, there that's you go. breaking news. Oh, Into the Spider Verse two. Okay, yeah. I thought it was like a, you nope. know, Spider Man Homecoming thing. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Jeff Keighley, Mountain Dew, Doritos. We, I uh, wonder if he'll. What games are you playing? 
What game? Oh shit! Right. Um. Yeah. Let me so guess. I've been Pokemon. Playing... <laughs> You'd be right, my friend. Uh. Yeah. I've been playing Wait, a lot. Of Pokemon. He's also probably playing Final Fantasy V as well. <laughs> um. Yeah. I played a little bit of that. I'm almost <laughs> done with that. So, Pokemon. I'm just gonna be super. We're gonna be super quick. Uh. Except for Resident Evil Seven. That's what I played. Uh. And I'll talk about that. Pokemon Gold and Silver. I was this close to being done. I forgot one thing. I forgot that I did not breed my Jumpluff for a uh, skip plume and a hop bit. And uh, apparently my Jumpluff is infertile. So it is not hatching any eggs. Or it is not, you know, popping out any eggs. I don't yeah, get yeah. it. Apparently it has something to do with the defense IVs and special defense IVs of the two Pokemon. And so I've put in like a Pikachu, a Sunflora, and a Ditto. And neither of them, like, they're they're all just coming back to me. It's like, I don't think it's me. I think it's I think it's your jump fluff. It's That's not me. weird. It be me. I've never heard of that happening. It's only a Gen 2 thing. So is it a male and jump fluff then, or a female jump fluff? Uh, it's a female jump fluff. Mm-hmm. So jump I think off. what I have to do, if apparently if you want the best chance, you have to have it as, I think it has to be the same species, different trainer ID. It looks like I mean, the species usually of the, the Pokemon... And trainer, it looks at the OT. Yeah, trainer and, trainer always yeah. made a difference in things. Um, yeah, and it makes a difference here. Uh, which again incentivizes like, you know, having friends and trading with them. Yeah, that's me. awful. <laughs> not this kid. Um so that's that's my issue. Uh this is not how I wanted to end things because I caught all the three dogs, I caught the two legendaries, I did all the work, got my Tyranitar, you know- got my Pupitar. If you had you actually, now that I think about it, if you had actually loaned me a Game Boy Color, I could have played. I could open my silver up and helped you out. Unless, well, you'd have to do the whole transfer thing, yeah. and even then, I'd have to shoot my stuff up before you could. We could even like make that all together. So like, you wouldn't be able to put it on my save file on the 3ds. But I didn't even think about it. But I was like, oh yeah, you know what? I do have silver still. I have no idea. I have silver. I I have a physical copy of the original silver. I could have tried that crap but i just i wasn't going to it's too hard <laughs> i i watched a uh, tamashi hiroka's um or i guess it's just tamahiro now um but i listened or i watched her talk about crystal gold and silver and she even mentioned like how she transferred everything from a, her crystal pack and moved everything up that way and it's nice. like a crazy amount of work it's a lot of work into it but it's it's kind of cool that you can do that Resident Evil 7, uh, I finished it last week. Um, what? I think I finished the main campaign on like Monday. And then I started the DLC except for band footage. So the way that the DLC works is that it can all be related to the story. Yeah, the different episodes. Yeah. Uh, band footage contains three mini game, or technically it's four mini games, three mini games involving one character and one mini game involving another. Um, technically I think that they're really cool tech demos for like we can do Resident Evil in first person what could that mean Um, so the for the first three games in band footage is like a game called 21 uh, and I, I actually forget the other two and I only know the, the 21's name because you're literally playing blackjack Um, so you're playing blackjack for your life in 21 uh, the other two games, one of them is uh, Find the Way Out. It's an escape room uh, puzzle. 
And then the first one is a basement crawling uh, arena battle. So it's like, it's kind of like Five Nights at Freddy's if you could kill everyone. And so you, you do like five rounds and uh, each round you get like scrap, you can build stuff. And then the next round comes in and then you fight. Um, and then I think it's five full rounds. Round two and five, you have to fight Jack, the dad. Um, and then after round five, the game ends. And then you move on to the next one. So you move on to the home escape. And then you move on to 21. Each one has to do with a member of the family. Um, and then the last one is called Daughters. Which is not an escape room specifically. It's like... It's technically a visual novel. Without the you know single panel voice acted uh, reading dialogue text. It's something happens and you are witnessing it. But if you do a very specific set of things, then you get a different ending to it, like without trying to spoil anything. Um, oh, so it's like, like a right. It's like the text adventure things in near. Yeah, it's a. It's very basically. It's literally a video text adventure. It's there's no text. There you're going through and doing things, and it's interactive in that way. But if you do a very specific set of things in a specific order, then you can and you can't skip any of it, knowing any of it. You, uh, then you get a different ending. Um, I think that these are all really cool in theory. But I think ultimately, like, I think Resident Evil 7 is fine. I wouldn't put it as my favorite Resident Evil, but I wouldn't put it as my worst. I was playing it at the same time as uh, John, and I was talking with him about it, and he's like, he, he hated it. He hated Resident Evil 7. I think he would say that it's the worst. He says he would tell me that it was the worst Resident Evil game that he's played in the main series. It's um, definitely the most different. Yeah. And I think that's part of it, but like he just he didn't like the combat. He didn't really care for the story. He didn't care for the characters. And the whole time I'm listening to Tom like I'm impartial. Like I think it's I think it's good for what it was, especially in the context of 6. Like a lot of, I think Capcom was like, let's kind of go back to the scary part of it. But if you were to play this game and you think back on Resident Evil, it's not really like, not a Resident Evil game. It's not. Yeah, it has like references and stuff, but that's kind of it. Um, that's why Chris feel- doesn't look right. <laughs> no, <laughs> Chris never looks the same. He's always I, oh. different in every game. <laughs> that that like I don't even play Resident Evil games, but I that that's what made me think of like this crazy conspiracy theory that Chris Redfield isn't a person, it's a title. <laughs> it's handed oh, down yeah, to yeah, the strongest. Yeah, yeah so but that's why he looks that's why he looks different in every game because he's a, he keeps being a different person. Well, like he's got a voice actor for five and six, and I think he's used in seven, and then they just changed him in eight. So like not only is he angrier and gruffier but i think they changed his voice actor too wait well, so the, I, I think he even looks slightly different between seven and eight too yeah he does he looks huskier but uh mm-hmm. the the important thing is did you play end of zoe yes i did all right uh, okay. did you did you enjoy the ultimate weapon <laughs> that that the coolest character in that game gets okay I'm going to try to talk about, uh, so not a hero I thought was fine, 
Yeah, it's fine. I think it's, it's more Resident Evil, like the later is. Resident Evils, than 7 is. End of Zoe is a fever dream. Dude, it's so cool. It is. There are parts of it that I really felt frustrated with. Um, there are a lot of, like, one-hit kills where if you just didn't happen to have something, yeah. the game just doesn't supply it with to you, and you, you, I don't think you're, like, deadlocked. Um, but I was struggling with certain parts of the game, but going back to it and knowing what it is, it is so stupid, but in really good ways. Um, this is I watched, crazy. I watched Markiplier play it and he was giggling the entire time. Yeah. It's, uh, it's fun. It's it is fun. fun. It's really dumb fun. Yep. Did the you... final boss fight, and then the thing he says to Zoe after the final <laughs> boss fight, I'm like, <laughs> it's really good. Jack's brother is the coolest. Jack's brother is, the, yeah, all you have to know is Jack's brother is the coolest, and also, end of Zoe probably didn't have to happen had he just <laughs> calmed down for like two seconds. Yeah. So, Roger Craig Smith was Chris for five and six. So he wasn't in seven. No, okay. it was a different person in seven, and a different person in eight. Damn. Because I feel like the guy in seven sounds like him. Me- but yeah, meanwhile, it was, it was meanwhile, meanwhile, his Japanese voice actor has been the same since the beginning. How That's crazy. That? That's dedication. He has he's, never he's bulked changed up so much, but he has the same <laughs> voice. He's bulked well, up. All and of these, down. yeah, all of these, all the different English voice actors just further proves my theory. <laughs> yeah, Chris Redfield's a title. He's it's either a title or he's a time lord. Well, uh, so are you looking forward to eight now or are you kind of mellowed? I, uh, that's my problem. Like I have heard all sorts of things about eight. That's why I wanted to get through seven and start playing eight. And I know it's divisive. I know one of the things that I'm probably not going to enjoy. Um, and then I think my, my thing is, is that in the context of the two remakes, seven is not as good. I think Seven got a lot of praise for being what it was. Resident Evil as a franchise seems like a love letter to horror B-movies. And Resident Evil 7 seems like a love letter to horror games. Like That's the way that I kind of see Resident Evil 7 versus the rest of the series. There really isn't anything about 7 that is a send-up to, in my opinion, about uh, like other movies other than like the uh, trope Texas of Chainsaw evil, Massacre. I, yeah, and like evil little girl, like yeah. But you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is also in like a bunch of Resident Evil games. There's always a yeah, the yeah, chainsaw. That's true. Uh, so I feel like Seven is just in a world by its own, and I wonder if Capcom saw the uh, appeal and like the mass acclaim that Two Remake got. Well. The funny thing about if... about seven too is that it's so far detached from like the mythos of Resident Evil. Like, yeah. The only thing it has in common with the other games is that Chris is in it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Umbrella is technically. Yeah, there. I was about to say like there, yeah, there's but, another thing, but yeah, but um, eight does um eight does a lot more connecting into the world of Resident Evil than seven does at least. Yeah, and I think it does more to bring back uh. From what I've seen or heard, like it does more to bring back some of the goofy parts of Resident Evil and, and sort of be okay with the fact that it can be like that. Hey, yeah. it's that dog. 
<laughs> hey, it's that dog. Uh, I, th- I feel like the reason why 8, quote-unquote, ends the story of, of Ethan Winters is, and that's not a spoiler, they fucking say it in the first trailer, um, is mostly because I think they saw the... They mentioned, or they they probably saw the critical acclaim two got as a remake, and I think I would hope that a lot of Resident Evil fans want more. Fine, we'll bring Leon like, back. Yeah, <laughs> no, wait, no, no, no. We just want that gameplay. Wow, <laughs> Leon can it doesn't have to be in Resident Evil Nine. No, no, you said like I I can th- I can think that as um like just the 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 completely tone deaf like producers who are just like. <laughs> Every, a lot of people bought two ravings. It's like, wow, people actually do like Leon. I think the other thing is the fact that, like, Ethan Winters is a headless person. He's uh, not headless. He's just faceless. Technically, he is headless. I saw the pictures. Um, no, there's parts, there's parts in 8 where you see his head. You just never see his face. Yeah, you just never see his face. Uh, but apparently when you're controlling him, there's no head. I only know that because of boundary break. Well, that, um, that happens a lot in first-person games where they don't bother to make a third, like, a full model. Like I remember mm-hmm. somebody uh somebody made a third person mod for Cyberpunk, which is a f- which is not a third person game and No it, it's not. It all it did was zoom it out of the first person view and oh my god that model looked like that model had like three elbow joints and <laughs> was walking like it was like walking like it was in the middle of a squat set. It was hilarious. Yeah, first person turned third person doesn't work i i remember uh the first mirror's edge when somebody tried to do a third person mod it was dinosaur uh faith yeah yeah because her neck was broken the entire time um so yeah that's that's how i feel about seven uh i don't hate it i don't love it i I would still put it above six personally (laughs) i would put it above six uh because six no matter what, it is a disjointed mess. Yeah, it's just um, all over the place. It has its good stuff and it has its bad stuff. Um, I think it tried to have a little bit of everything, but it couldn't. There was no, there was nothing it, to glue it all together. Yeah, it had good ideas. It just didn't execute them the way that should have been. Yeah, like the Leon part is probably like the best part. But it's still not opinion. that great. And it's only yeah. a third of the game. Well, and technically a, a fourth if yeah. you data. I feel like, yeah, it's like a fourth, but Ada's part isn't even that long. Yeah, so it's like, <laughs> it's like one, two-fifths? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we'll meet in the middle. Uh, that's basically it. I have not really had that much time to do a lot of other things, and I did start eight, so I'm about an hour or so into eight, but then my eye strain, like, I'm really looking forward to Ratchet and Clank next week. Because it's going to be bright. Yeah, because it'll be the <laughs> first game I've played in, like, three months that has color like i've played returnal and i'm mostly i've been mostly stuck in the first biome so it's just rainy wet and blue um well i mean the second biome's not bother it's just red brown it's just red at least red is like brighter though and i hate to break it to you the third biome is not much better no it's not um so actually all the biomes are pretty much one palette (laughs) and like miles morales was the last ps5 game i played and that was fine like it had its color it was fine and then i'm gonna be playing ratchet and clank and it'll just be technicolor you know rainbow just barfed all over my screen uh so it'll be nice to not have to yeah it'll be nice to not have to squint seriously like the first like 30 minutes of resident evil 8 is just kind of like 
I know that this is your intent, but this is kill. This is giving me a killer headache. Um, so we'll see, we'll see how that goes. I I think the game's longer than seven because of the extra fun extra stuff you can do. But otherwise, yeah, we'll we'll see how long it takes. Uh, Caboose, what have you been playing? Um, a lot of the same. More Street Fighter, more Monster Hunter. Uh, I did, and like I said last week, I did start playing uh, Horizon again. I'm a couple hours into it. I haven't really gotten that far. Just Doesn't been... Strive come out soon? Strive comes out. No, it comes out either next week or two weeks after. Okay. So, um, yeah, I'll probably be getting that and playing that a lot too. Um, I mean, Horizon's a lot what I remember. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah, like I said, I'm not very far. I just I'm like only like one or two hours outside of leaving the village for the first time. The the, the boringest part of the game is tutorial village. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So at least I'm past that. So uh, I think a lot of that was just a lot of why I haven't done a lot is because yeah, I've, I was stuck in that part. And I'm like, I can't wait to get out of this and. Even like in the middle of a session, we'll be like, "All right, I'm out of that." But that's what I—that's what I did this whole day. So you know, I, I need to take a break again. So <laughs> probably when I pick it up again, when I pick it up again this week, I'll probably get a little get a lot further. And um, that's it for me, short and sweet. Yeah. Uh, Dark Paris, what have you been up to this week? Uh, let's see. Um. Uh. <laughs> you can pass if you'd Healthy like. Healthy pizza. No, no. I, I um, <laughs> I played like maybe like ten, fifteen minutes of PSO two some more. Got my free bazillion free exp, and then uh, I played through half of. Uh, have you ever heard of a game? Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. Yes, I have. I've been playing uh, Turnip Boy commits tax evasion. I've been committing tax evasion pretty good. Uh, uh in the game. In the, in the game, legally, in the game, you have yeah. to say that. <laughs> uh, it, it's a cute little game. It's got a lot of. Re- it, it's it's pretty much a meme reference game. I think is what it kind of is. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it bad. It just, uh, you know, the the first hour and a half of the memes were funny, and then it kind of was like, all right, we get it. You're meme. We, we get it. You're memed. I, I think my the the favorite part of the game so far was when you met the random cherry in one of the villages and he's got the menacing logo coming up above his head. And when you talk to him, he has Jojo face and all he says is red, 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 Oh God. And that's it. That's all he ever does. And it's like, all right, I got to check a lot of that. Yeah, I, I can get, I can we, get we got our Jojo references and, um, <laughs> it's, it's interesting. I'm pretty sure I'm almost done with it. Cause as I understand, the game is really short. Yeah, but I've heard good things. It's it's funny. It's it's you know, I trying to think if it's worth fifteen dollars. I think it's a ten dollar game at best. I don't think it's fifteen dollars, um, but I think at ten dollars it's worth your money. At fifteen, okay. it, it might be like it, it's going to depend heavily on how much you get the memes. I think at fifteen dollars, is it a game you can only really play once? Yeah, I think so. Ah, uh, yeah, those are always because like to... right. That's what I was getting at. Is I was like I. I don't think I'll ever go back and play this game again unless I'm missing like something because the only really things you're doing outside of the game that might, re- you know, warrant replayability is collectibles and stuff. And I have a feeling I'm going to get it all in the first playthrough, so I'm kind of expecting it to be done. Um, 
Yeah, other than that, I really haven't played anything this week, unfortunately. Yeah. I feel like it's, even though we got an extra vacation day, it's been a very busy I week. didn't get an extra vacation day. Dark Pirates and I got an extra vacation day, and it still and feels like it. a very, and then you <laughs> lost. I had a vacation day. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I worked on Monday. <laughs> and it still feels like a very busy week. <laughs> it was a very busy week for Memorial me. Day. Oh, God, no, it was so slow. Oh. Uh, whoops. Filthy so, Pizza, what about you? Yeah. Uh, just more Valorant, Fantasy Star, Genshin, uh, all the forever games. Are you looking forward to next week? Yeah, I'll, I'll play uh, New Genesis when it comes out. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta message me when you figure out what server or ship you're gonna play on. Well, it transfers your your character that you made in PSO2 is just going to be in New Genesis. So okay, so it'll stay on the same ship? Okay, yeah. that's cool. <clears throat> and your inventory's uh, supposedly tied together, too. Cool. I, I got to do a little bit more in PSO2 to get my Asuna voice, and if there's anything after that that really I want to pick up, but I'm almost good. Nice. Nice. I am... Definitely not going to my Discord to remind people that we're live. That would that would be unprofessional. Um, I think uh, before we move on, as I as always, just want to take a moment, warn everyone that there may be spoilers ahead. And while we won't deliberately be talking about spoilers for what we're watching, something may slip through the cracks. So during this segment, we'll put up the spoiler tag. If you're watching this on Twitch, um, you can come back when it's gone. Or uh, you can check the show notes for when we come back to start talking about news. But for now, well, the tag is up, and we'll talk about what we've been watching this week. I was waiting for Aaron to say, or Caboose to say something. So. Put some music on. Hello. <laughs> there he There's goes. music on. All right, it is time. Actually, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Dark Powers the floor first because I felt like I I didn't give him a lot of time last week. Uh, you Dark Powers take the floor. What have you been watching this oh, week? Boy, we'll do Gargoyle floor. Watch afterwards. My limited floor here. Cool. Yeah, you got five minutes. Use them, buddy. All right. Let's see. What did I watch? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I caught up. You weren't expecting that. On uh, Joran. Princess of Snow and Blood. And it's about what I figured it'd be. You're looking at your pretty. I mean, it, it's a worse Dordodo in a way. <laughs> Wait, this that means there's two of those this season. Well, not worse, but what's, uh, the, what's other the other one? one? To your eternity. That's, that's oh, not so. Yeah, guess... Dude, that's basically Dordodo. No, it's not. It's a it's a thing learning to be a human in a yeah, very in a very different not. way. In a very different way, but it's the same kind of thing. Okay. I I, don't, well, I I get where you're coming from, but I don't. Agree. Can we? Do we have a name for this? Like how we do isekai? Dororo. No, I mean Dororo is probably the easier way. Dororo like Joran's basically the main character. It has demon blood, and she's a killer. And yeah, that's about it. Elf. But she's Elf. been living as a killer her entire life because she's trying to get revenge on people that killed her family. Kind of girl? a little bit Dororo, but not really because Dororo is trying to find out who 
you know, abandon him and stuff. Oh, no, just but, wants his body back. <laughs> right. And she just wants her revenge. So they're both out there using their demon blood, trying to get crazy things going. No, 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 doesn't have demon something. blood. I guess technically he, ba- he, he barely even yeah. has blood. Yeah, he has to earn blood. That is true. Uh, Dude, it, blood it, is for earners. Okay, it's okay. Just, one quick segue. Did any of you see uh, Matt McMuscles did a video a couple months ago on the Dororo game? Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> it looks awesome. Is it good? Oh, awesome. It, oh, good. It, it looks like an awesome bad game. Oh, okay. Um, well, it, that's fine. It, in my rating reviews, it's a solid five, which isn't a bad thing. It just means it's an average show to me. Right. Um. Let's see, I watched the first three episodes of Osamake, the rom-com where my childhood friend wins, and um, it's not the name that I thought it was going to be. I think I like Orisuki better than Osamake. I think the comedy's better written in Orisuki. But it is, it, this is a pretty good show. Um, you know, it's just about main character in a rom-com situation. It's very a lot of people a lot of people like to compare it to um Nisekoi, but I don't think it's really fully comparable to that. At least not where I am in the story. Um, oh, yeah. it's, it's been kind of enjoyable. Yes, but like so I said, still... I think if, No, go ahead. What's that? Ahead. I, was, I still think I still think I think Orisuke does a better job of this similar kind of story where it's like trope reversals left and right on like love interests. Um I think Orisuke does a better job of those trope reversals than this one where they're kind of they're kind of out in the open um so that was the other show i watched uh the third show i mean i caught up again on spider isekai another two episodes that's still good nice um i I mean if you check on the thread for this week it's not positive because they had an i wouldn't say overlord level but pretty close to overlord season three level of cgi fight Oh, which oh which no. is which is well known as being really bad. <laughs> uh, Better or worse than Berserk season one? <clears throat> I feel oh, like season two, has to be season two is worse than season one. Oh no! It's it's pretty bad. I don't know if it'd be like you have, you have, to, you have to probably check in the thread, but I mean it, it was pretty choppy. It was definitely one of the worst animated things, and it's it's unfortunate because um so the way that the way. It's, Spider Isekai goes is it's telling two side stories. You've got mm-hmm. the main character who's the spider girl, who's like the main focus of the story. That's why it's called Soma Spider. And then the other half of the story is all of the other reincarnated classmates and their story as they're going on basically in parallel to her story. And funnily enough, they're animated by two different studios. And the studio that is doing a much better job is the Spider Studio. So when you have an episode that is purely human focused, it tends to flop on the animation side pretty hard, unfortunately. Good. And they don't do a very good job conveying character emotions in a lot of the humans when the argument is that, like, the most interesting character in the human side story is the one person who's not human. <laughs> and it's like, I wonder why. Um, but it, I, I still enjoy it, and I like the fact that they're giving, you know, kind of like a Westworld-esque, there's two stories going on in parallel, and you're trying to figure out when they're gonna meet up and what's going on on both sides. It's it's a fun way of doing a isekai. It's just, yeah. like I said, unfortunately, the human side is your very generic isekai protagonist story. The main character gets the hero and does hero stuff. 
So it, it's a little predictable and a little less interesting. And the last thing I caught up on was the last two episodes of Odd Taxi that I had to watch, which again, one of my favorite shows of the season. I was gonna, so I, I guess you're not, you're still waiting to watch Two Year Eternity. I, well, I, I would have loved to have watched stuff, but like, like I said, I lost a full day. So like on Monday, I was working Tuesday. I was working like 14 hours. Wednesday, I was working like 14 hours. So like, I really didn't have any time to watch anything this week or play anything. Unfortunately, um, I'm hoping next week will fix that with E3 week and me being on vacation for an entire week and a half, but we'll see. Yeah, because uh, I remember you said last week you didn't start it yet because you knew you would like it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot of them. And I know <laughs> I know, right. I know. it's a weird way of watching things. It's more oh, no, like, I, I understand. It's more like I'm going through the shows that I have no knowledge of. Um, like, if you look at the way I watch it, it's basically shows that I'm like, I haven't really read up on and I'm like, all right, well, let's check this out. And if I enjoy it, I'll keep watching it versus shows that I've kind of like read the synopsis on and I know I'm going to pretty much enjoy them. I'm yeah. less worried about, I, I'm more going to enjoy binging them, especially. Um, yeah. And while I, I definitely think you're making the right choice, cause I I've been watching it weekly and uh, while it's it's one of my favorites. It's not my favorite this season, but I would definitely say it's probably one of the best of this season. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so far, kind of like I, how I say, like tough to knock off the other three in my list, <laughs> top three. I mean, right I don't, I don't know whether it will or not because you know everybody has different tastes, but I, I'm, I know you'll like it at least. That's good. Yeah, and yeah, like I said, I, I know you guys would like Odd Taxi if you haven't watched it yet. Um, they finally got. They're starting to explain the animal thing, and it's really cool. <laughs> huh. Well, they haven't actually explained it, but they've made hypoth. Other characters are making hypotheses about the animal thing, and it's like, oh yes, finally, we're getting some revelation as to what the hell's going on in this show. Uh, it's really good. Y'all should watch it. Anyone on the street. That that's it for me. Unfortunately, I only watched like eight episodes of anime. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, sorry, I was trying to look for something else now. So, gargoyle watch. Sure. Uh, so Roar. As we've been doing, yeah, <laughs> I need kazoos. <laughs> yeah, and then well, uh, once once I can actually sit at a computer for more than five minutes, I'll try to do an you intro. Know, we'll just like you know, segue it's into really it. Funny. <laughs> It wasn't this time, but the last time I sat down to watch some episodes, I started, I was like humming along with the theme, but it sounds like so many different things that I started humming something else. And then I was like, wait a minute, that's not. Oh, I do that too. Um, so there's this part, I think that goes like, and then for some reason in my head, I go to hips don't lie. Well, with uh, for me, for me, it's <laughs> not even uh, kidding. That main motif, the ba 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 ba, it's very. It's well, it's an it's an inversion on the um on Swan Lake, which oh. is ba ba da 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did that once. Uh, there's another one, but I can't remember what it was. But yeah, there's one time for... where I was like, I'm gonna hum the gargoyles theme, and he just do it, and I was like, wait, that's not it. 
Yeah, that might be my next uh, music commission. I'll uh, I'll have him do the Gargoyles theme song, but it, it just goes breaks into Hips Don't Lie, but in the same style of the Gargoyles theme. Yeah, right. the that's Gargoyle. It's watching. a silver yeah. gunner. That yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I, actually, I, rem- you know, I remember. I remembered kind of it. Oh, uh, the 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 one I was thinking of, where I kept thinking of, oh, this is gargoyles, and I was humming it, and it was not. It's the um, it's the music that plays at the end of uh, David Tennant's tenure as the Doctor in Doctor Who. Oh, it's, okay. It's the music that plays right as he regenerates. It's a very similar uh, melody line. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and then I'll I'll ask the question later uh, when when we talk about your week. Did you see the post I made about the regular show idea I had, Chris? Or God damn it, I gotta stop using names. Uh, uh, you know, was it, you was it on Twitter. You, yeah, I no, I don't think I saw it. Uh, I saw you said something about it, but I didn't read it too close. I was saying, I I was thinking like in the more it was like a coffee time thought, and I was like, what if like there's an episode where Mordecai and Rigby just skip chores to watch nostalgic YouTube videos? <laughs> and while while they're doing so, they're constantly saying like that takes me back. But because they keep saying it, it unlocks like an interdimensional space monster that literally tries to take them back into a wormhole of nostalgia from which they can't return. Yeah, that's a that's a regular show episode for sure. So it's but so it's half intergalactic cable from Rick and Morty and half Memba berries from South Something Park. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then I thought about it for about five more minutes. I'm like, this could also be a gumball episode. <laughs> yeah, it could be. Wait, Actually, like, wasn't it technically with, already it a gumball just episode? kind of a gumball episode. Just, they just have, put it on a Cartoon Network show. Well, they, they think, have one where they watch a bunch of YouTube videos and then the internet literally like takes them to the internet's house. Yeah, they've done stuff like that. Before. But it, I think that was I can't remember if that was the one where they try to make a YouTube video or... Because, like, those are just watching, like, whatever's current at the time. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, this could work. I feel like if it were a Gumball episode, it'd be more meta. And you'd have more, like, actual references to internet pop culture. Yeah. And then the, I feel like the, re- you know, the regular show version would just be, like, here's, like, a couple of oh, videos the, that so look like videos. The episode you're thinking of where they take down the, it's called Gumball Takes Down the Internet. Um, yeah. And it's because he accidentally creates an embarrassing YouTube video that gets uploaded. Oh, that's right. So he has to delete it. So he's trying to take down the internet to stop it. <clears throat> Gargoyle Watch. So on a very special episode of Gargoyles. That's right. Uh, it's very special for two reasons. So anyway, if you've been watching the last couple of episodes, uh, we've been doing Gargoyle Watch where Caboose and I go through each and every episode of Gargoyles. We'll do about two a week. Uh, today's- just one thing. We go th- we're probably just going to go through the first two seasons. <laughs> Yes, I unless I'm just feeling extra fancy, I we will probably not do season three. Apparently, that was the gas leak season. Yes, if we're gonna make the, that reference. The, the 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 creator of the show has basically said he doesn't he doesn't consider the season canon. He had nothing to do with it. But um, I I did learn that the uh, the comic books that were made after the third season are canon yes. because they were written yep. by him. Wait, yep. they got gargoyles yep, yep, yep. GT'd? No, uh, no. Well, kind of. Okay, so. Toriyama actually had some involvement in GT. Whereas, yeah, Greg, a, Weiss, whereas Greg Weissman had no involvement in the Goliath Chronicles. But uh, yeah, because he didn't act, actively make the show, he doesn't really consider it. And so when he goes back and does Super, he doesn't really care about None GT of that happened. Because he didn't make it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, but if you ask Toei, it's a different story. Anyway, uh, yep. today we're on episodes eight and nine. So eight was the very special episode for two reasons. Again, it talks about gun violence too. It um, it was banned on repeat viewings and magically yeah. has been restored for Disney Plus consumption. Right. I honestly thought we were gonna have to like go on YouTube and like or like watch cartoons dot com. We're gonna have like seven viruses. We can't even f- <laughs> you know, do the next episode. I have to dust uh, off my old torrentine gloves. That's right. Yeah. No. I yeah. <laughs> Let's get some kazaa up in here. <laughs> Load up my lime wire. <laughs> it's like you download it. it. Takes like five days, and you open it, it's like that's porn. <laughs> that wasn't gargoyles. Not only is it porn, it's only in four eighty. Yeah, it's gargoyles porn. It could be no, it's gargling porn, uh, and we're not gonna get into that. So, uh, I there's like one bit. I think the most interesting part is uh, listening to Patrick's voice actor sound serious. Oh yeah, it's it's a little <laughs> jarring at first. Where is he? <laughs> doing doing his Batman impression. Yeah. <laughs> SpongeBob, where did you get the weapons? <laughs> Where is he? and if you like just know that he's patrick from spongebob in like three years you're just sitting there going like are you for real bro i ain't answering you oh my god it's it's just it's like so... hearing spongebob talk about condoms in mission hill i thought that was doug no it, uh, it is spongebob uh, it was spongebob okay um but there's also the uh but there's also my favorite tom kenny thing he does is literally uh the actor one of the actors who plays an ewok yeah ewoks and, and yeah ewoks, ewoks would never don't do that there's <laughs> just like this whole episode where both kevin and andy have like the hots for one of the for kevin's friend's friend. sister yeah. um and uh they get really jealous during at the same time during a convention panel and it's like it's just an ewok person like a person who acted as an Ewok. And I think Kevin asks a question about like cheating on somebody's friend, even though she's not in a relationship just because you called dibs. And he just goes, um, Ewoks don't do that. <laughs> um, we were, we were intro in this episode. We were introduced to two other, um, voices that surprised me. Yeah. Uh, one one I know you would, but one that particularly surprised me too. Um uh Tony Draken, who is voiced by Richard Grieco. Yeah. And uh the other one for me was uh Elise's father, who uh I don't remember his name. I think it's yeah. I think it's Tony Horse. It's something like that, but he is um I know him from he's a Native American actor who does a lot of roles for that, but he is Lieutenant Hawk in Twin Peaks. <laughs> and like as soon as he spoke, I knew exactly who it was. I was like, that's Hawk. It is it is really crazy the voices that again that you hear in this show are just completely like out of nowhere. And they're usually like I think it just has to do with who um who Greg Weiss forgetting knew. <laughs> Yeah, who Greg Weissman just knew well, that, his line of work. And then in the in the next episode, we get introduced to Macbeth, who is voiced by Jonathan Rhys Davies. Yeah, who is if you don't know that name, you would either know him as uh, Sala in the Indiana Jones trilogy or yep. Gimli in Lord of the or Rings. Gimli. <laughs> and and it's literally just I need a Sean Connery sound alike. We couldn't get the real one. 
I almost there's a part of me that almost wondered if they were gonna try to get uh uh Patrick Stewart to play the role of Macbeth, but see that I I only see that from the uh, from the standpoint that from the Star again, Trek like, standpoint there's so many yeah there's so many Star Trek people on the show yeah um yeah and I you know it's great that they do this whole exercise because Macbeth wants to try to you know bring out Demona and then Goliath is just like ah, we hate, you, uh, we you hate idiot. her <laughs> <laughs> yeah we hate her she hates us more than we hate her technically and then he's just like what well well damn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need I guess I need a new plan <laughs> and I he, yeah he's basically like uh um um He's basically a Van Helsing kind of character where it just looks like his whole shtick is like, I'm just going to hunt a, gargoyles. I'm a gargoyle hunter. Yeah. And uh, I hate Demona. And then everyone else is just kind of like, rad. Like, we hate her. <laughs> you hate cool. her. We hate her. Why aren't we like, friends? <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, um, shit. <laughs> just like, ha Poof. And then goes away. So, well, okay. Going back to episode eight. Um, yeah. I only knew that it was okay this was an episode that was banned because of gun violence i didn't know what exactly the premise or the plot line was so i didn't know going into it that it was you know a kid gets into mom or dad's gun closet yep. and accidentally shoots someone on accident and of course it's patrick's voice act and of course yeah <laughs> that, it's, that's it's an Broadway. episode of law and order exactly it is. <laughs> it's but it's probably an, it's probably an episode in every procedural crime show <laughs> But it, yeah, it's literally the fact that um, I think it's a couple of things. One, it shows that he actually like fires a gun off and hits somebody like yeah. at, throughout the entire series run. The only casualty to gun violence is a motorcycle. And yeah, well, now, anybody, anybody who does get, you know, heavily injured or, you know, definitely died by a gun. It normally happens oh, off yeah. screen. Yeah. But it, uh, it's the Disney death. I mean, in in all fairness, her getting shot did happen off screen too. The 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 shot was on him shooting the gun. You don't see her get shot, but it does cut to her, you know, on the ground unconscious. And it's clear that they kind of edited it a little bit because that's you can possible, see yeah. you can see how it's like close zoomed in on her because it starts getting a little like pixelated. Yeah. Um. I I think maybe I think what happened is they actually maybe had blood on the first uh, like on the original shot. They, yeah, because I remember seeing it, but maybe they were like, we can't show this much, so maybe they on upon you know revisiting it, they zoomed in. And so that's the weird thing. They don't show it in the episode, but in Enter Macbeth, as a previously on, they show it. Yeah. And so it's not even the episode that gets banned that actually shows somebody lying on the ground with a pool of blood on the floor. It's the episode after it. Um, yeah, I, uh, so. yeah, watching it, you know, not knowing exactly what was going to happen, it got, it became pretty obvious when, uh, the scene starts and she gets home and she just hangs her gun holster up on her coat rack. Oh yeah. It just, yeah. It just holds on her gun hanging there for a second. I just, that's when it clicked the light bulb went off. I was like, Oh, okay. It's going to be this kind of gun violence episode. Yeah. yeah it's, oh shit. She's going to get shot. When I first read the review or when I first, like I was just reading TV tropes about it. And, uh, the first time I heard about this episode and why it was banned, I thought it was like a last minute thing. And it was supposed to be like an end of episode kind of dealio. Oh, yeah. Like like, like a who shot JR thing. Something like that. Or like it would just be an accidental thing. 
Um, they, the weirdest part is, is that the weapons that are the problem of the episode are futuristic are, are laser, laser guns. Yeah. And it's just an, an offhanded accident that with a real a gun, <laughs> with a real gun. And the fact that it all became because, uh, Broadway, Broadway watched, had just seen a cowboy movie. Apparently, like, 15,000 times because he's been going to see the same movie every night for the last... By the way, like... With that, the exact that same that showtime. <clears throat> the exact same showtime every night, too, apparently. I think the only reason why I want to be a gargoyle at this rate is because I have absolutely no responsibilities. I don't have to eat, but I could if I wanted to. And, and you I don't have just, to pay for movies. And I don't have to pay for movie tickets. I just sneak in and eat all their popcorn. <laughs> and I can watch, like... Uh, one movie 18,000 times not that I ever would uh, but I could and that sense of freedom is liberating um, and you know, I don't have to pay taxes Oh, there was one other thing that I uh, about voice actor wise that I found interesting oh it's that um, Xanatos' butler assistant guy Owen uh, he and Brooklyn are the same voice actor he and Brooklyn are the same voice actor. He yeah. plays a lot of other characters on the show. Well, because uh, his I, um his voice is, is Owen. His voice no, his no, it's not Cam Clark. His voice as Owen is very like I've heard this voice in a lot of things. Yeah, no, not his Brooklyn voice. His Owen voice. The uh, oh, his Owen voice. Yeah, yeah, Mr. yeah. Mister uh, Mister Genitos. Egon. Egon from the real Ghostbusters. Oh, I think is the same I, person. I didn't. I didn't watch the real Ghostbusters. Okay. If if you hear it, it. You'll know. Uh, who is his voice actor? It is Jeff Bennett. Yes. Wow. Jeff Bennett does a lot of things, but he uh, he uses that voice he uses for Owen quite in for quite a few things. You might recognize him as Dexter's dad. Bravo. Dexter's dad is the most famous thing that he's known for, but the other most famous thing he's known for is Johnny Bravo. Like he is Johnny Bravo. He is Johnny Bravo. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, he's he's very pro- prolific. He's kind of been in everything. He's even been in DuckTales. He plays one of the Rescue Rangers, apparently. I'm not sure what, because they don't actually really talk. Is he Chip or Dale? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think one of, one them. of them. I think at some point one of them talks or makes a grunt, and they just use his voice. Um, no, he's, he's in a lot of things. He's been around the block. Oh, I'm yeah. going to check to see if he is... Egon, uh, but it's gonna take a while because I'm I've been scrolling for like a minute and I'm only in 2010. Um, wow. Let's see, and I have to go back to like 1980. He is not in the real Ghostbusters. He's not in the real. Damn. Who on Wilson? Uh, Jeff Bennett. Neither. Wow. <laughs> it, well, yeah, neither. Oh damn! Who plays Egon then? He's in James Bond Jr. I'll tell you that. James Bond Jr. I just I actually looked that up and watched the uh the the intro to that the other day because because exactly of this I looked it up and he was like oh he was in James Bond Jr. I was like I remember that having a kick ass opening theme. It did. I've only seen like Super three Nintendo episodes. Game. I uh, never watched or saw or played any of that. I have played. Uh, I was doing a race, uh, like three years ago. I did uh from Smites. Uh, channel twitch channel and i think that's the game that beat me was james bond jr anyway 
James Bond Jr. Oh, that's also what I recognize him from. He's Red Tornado in Young Justice. Yeah. Uh, also, and then we'll move on, but he also plays... So, uh, a long time ago, if you've gone to, like, a Toys R Us back in the 90s, you know how they had those big Nintendo kiosks and you would press a button and then they would show you a, a trailer with the voiceover for that game? Mm-hmm. He does a lot of those. Yeah, narrations. because that that voice he does for for Owen and Dexter's dad in Red Tornado is very announcery. Yeah, it's the same. It's that same voice, um, specifically like the Dexter's dad one. Oh, he was Duke yeah. Larange in the Mighty Ducks animated series. He's everywhere. Tell him that's a stupid name. I hate that name. <laughs> Duke Larange. <laughs> Duck Larange. Yeah, it's just a pun. Uh, anyway. Um, so next week we'll do uh, episodes 10 and 11. That will, yeah, edge. that works out because, yeah, since uh, season one's only 13 episodes, then the one after that will be the wrap up for season one. Yep. Oh, no, a season finale episode. Uh, yeah, but it won't be a season finale for us. We'll just keep going. No, yeah, it, so it will it, be. There just won't be a break. <laughs> so, yeah, essentially we've got... Um, I think the other thing I noticed was like the animation teams seem to be different depending on the episode. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. That happens. I wanna, that happens a lot in '90s animation. I want to say it was Enter Macbeth's animation that was just a little too oddly fluid. Um, Disney animation. If you watch like Aladdin, the character movements are just like weird. The movie or little, the series. The series, yeah. Like Return of Jafar, uh, the series, just not King of Thieves. King of Thieves is a little better animated despite it being a straight to DVD by, movie. Yeah, you know, made by the same team essentially. Uh but yeah, they have these like weird flowy, flowy movements. Um but then I think, you know, Deadly Force episode eight was much more like standard, I would say. Yeah. Animation where it's pretty rigid. Uh, so yeah, next next time we'll be watching The Edge and Long Way to Morning, episodes ten and eleven, and uh, we'll we'll be back here next time. I've also watched My Hero, but I feel like um, if anybody else talks about it, then I'll then I'll bring it up. I know Dark Powers, you're not caught up. Uh, yeah, just the la- just the latest episode at all. Okay, because I was gonna say I. I just caught up, like, and I assume that the last I was, episode that I watched was the last. I episode. was intending to catch up this week, and then I lost two days anime. Yeah, I just had, I just kind of watched it during lunches. Yeah, or, it's not hard to catch. It's like the nice thing is, <laughs> once you're caught up, it's not hard to stay caught up. It's when you get behind that's when it's the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. For you need for me, time. it's uh, yeah. For yeah. me, it's uh, with with that one specifically. This show specifically, because I already know what's going to happen and I don't really care that much about this series, I kind of, I still watch it, but I kind of can look away enough that I won't miss anything because I know what happens. So it's almost like I'm watching like a show in English on in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll do Filthy Pizza next and then we'll come back to Caboose. Okay. Uh, I, let's see. I watched uh, Tokyo Revengers, uh, oh, yeah? Two Year Eternity, the latest My Hero. Uh, I think that's all for Anna. Oh no, no, no. I also watched Silent Voice because I never watched that before. 
Did you watch oh, all? Nice. Did you watch all of those? Like what's currently out for those shows? No, to your eternity, I'm not caught up on, but the other, the other ones I am. Do you like Tokyo Avengers? Eh, it's kind of dog shit, but what? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's, it's reverse erased. Completely unbelievable that these two like. It is a shittier version of GTO, how his gang used to be. It's literally that story again, but I don't like the two main bad like bad boys. Oh, you don't like uh you what's don't? What's no, like okay, Draken is cool. Mikey is not that great. Like, straight up, Mikey's not that great. He's one of those characters where he's like oversimplified and he's just like I and the fact that the main character doesn't actually need to be there like he doesn't really bring anything to the story besides like comedic relief I just was expecting something different I think and it's a little too like it's trying to be funny, but it's not really funny. And then, like, the action parts are cool, but they're also completely, like... <laughs> if these two are so strong, why is there conflict? Why aren't they just stepping in and fixing what's going on? Wait, I, I just don't, I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not my <laughs> yeah, thing. Fair. Well, that's that's your loss. I'm sorry you feel that way. I mean, I'm watching all of it, so it's not really a loss. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. It's not bad enough that he's stopping watching it. It's just Yeah, not- like, it's, it's not bad. I just don't, like... They're, they're what? They're 13, right? Yeah. And they're beating up dudes that are, like, almost in their 20s? No. Uh, they're beating up high schoolers. Yeah. And, yeah. like, yeah... <sighs> I don't know. Maybe how it ends, like, it, I know it's a manga, right? Like, does it just keep yeah. going, or is like this? I, it's going... still, it's still, it's still ongoing. Uh, okay. Well, then I have no idea what to expect because I thought this was gonna be like a one season thing where they fixed it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and also I... the the time travel gimmick. I don't. It's okay. It's not My... like great though. My thought was it was reverse erased in terms of time travel. Instead uh, of going, not really. You don't think so? Because I mean, it's, it's kind of like uh, they're fixing the past kind of thing. They're both going to the past to change the future. Yeah, that's time squad. Yeah, it's every time travel. Thing. It's just it, you know. Yeah, that'll be the next uh, book club. Watch all the time. And I'm guessing you're. Yeah, you but Mikey? Erased was more about the mystery, even though like yes. it was pretty obvious who well, it was. But this one, by like episode two, you know who killed the person. So like there's no mystery to it at all. Well, it's more about it's the literally mystery just, of like hey, can why. We it? It's more the mystery about like why this happened with what characters, I'm assuming. So like you're trying to figure out why Dracula. Yeah, but but the happens. same. No, no, no. You already know two episodes in. You already know why things change the way they did yeah you just haven't seen that character yet so there's literally no mystery 
the whole show is about comedy I, and like I don't fights. quite agree, but what do you mean? You know it's the dude with glasses. No, we don't. How we do know you... he No bullshit. You know it's him. Because <laughs> Mikey Mikey changes <laughs> because Draken like something happens there, right? So if right. that gets fixed, Mikey isn't going to change. And then the only other person who is the it's other leader travel, of the game. Obviously. Obviously, if he fixes that, something else is gonna is gonna show up. Yeah, but like you're telling me, you haven't predicted everything that's happened so far, like from what they've tried to fix. It's like so obvious. That's not necessarily a bad thing. No, that is a okay. Okay, time travel has been done so much. Yes, if you know the story beats. That's kind of too predictable. It's just I feel that's like not like this is just me talking. Only, I don't care about that as long as it's done well, predictable, unpredictable. I don't care. Just tell the story really, well. But is it really done well? Like I don't know. I think it's it, I think it's done fine so far. It could do better. Like that, but yeah, well, I feel but like at so that point it's more subjective okay, opinion. Okay, but when the when the two time travel characters are talking about okay, this incident happens here, and you need to go fix it. He's in his like late twenties. And I get that he's supposed to be a 14-year-old when he goes back, but he's kind of stupid when he doesn't figure out, oh, it wasn't actually this that happened. It was a setup from this. Like, he doesn't figure that out until going back to the past and then coming back again. And you're just like, he is, you're, he's still stupid as an adult. He's say, not isn't that he like a janitor? stupid, though. <laughs> but that doesn't mean you're stupid. Like that, Like, I don't know. He's working with a cop who's unbelievably intelligent. That is true. Yeah, they balance out. Mm. I have to ask also, are you, have you caught up? Have you watched any more Steinsgate, I guess, actually? No, uh, only a couple episodes. Okay, I, cool. Yeah, because I'm watching it with my friend, so I can only watch it when they're available. Yep. But no, more, more people turn into Jello. Or no, I guess people finally turn into Jello before it was only bananas. Yeah, before it was only bananas. Now you have people to yeah. Jello stuff. Yeah, that's know. that's terrifying. Um, well, no, who I thought that, dude. Okay, you know how I feel about fucking delinquents. I thought you said like, you know how I feel about Jello. No, like <laughs> Yu Yu Hakusho, GTO. No, please tell. Like, I I have a bunch of like delinquent things that I enjoy watching. These delinquents are way too wholesome. <laughs> And it's just like Blinkwins aren't allowed to be wholesome. No, but like, okay, if you compare this story to something of like Yakuza, it's not nearly as good. I guess I feel like, like Kiryu, Kiryu is, like, is a way cooler person, and he's just like any one way more interesting. Like- I'm not than saying, any of the delinquents we have met. So I'm not far. saying it holds up to things like that. Well, so then why am I not allowed to say I don't like this version of delinquency? You you are allowed to say that. I'm just saying it's too bad we don't agree on this. Well, what what do you like about it? What do you actually like about it then? I don't know. Maybe I hate it. I can't think of anything. <laughs> no, I, like about I don't it. know. It's just I. I don't know. So, I don't think about these things all the time. It just in the moment, did I like that? Just, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's an enjoyable from, from, thing to watch. From eight episodes in, I am whelmed. I'll say it like that. I am Robin Weld. Okay. I can understand. I can understand that. You are who? It, it, Robin. It, it, team Titans. A, I'm Weld. If you were well, personally for team. you, if you were rating on a ten point scale, it'd be like a five. Not a bad show, God but not a show that you'd probably go back and watch again. You're either that. 
I saw the uh Yeah, I wouldn't need to go back to watch because like the the story's like it's been told like you know what's happening. Yeah, I mean that's gonna happen more often as we get to more anime and down the road. Eventually stories are gonna start you're gonna have overlapping. Well it's also yeah. like I'm literally watching another time travel show yes, you at are. the same time as this, and it's like they're so different. And that also makes it tough, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, considering that Steinsgate set a really high bar for like time travel shows. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. At no, least in my just, opinion, it did. Yeah. Well, this is this is clearly a shonen, right? Yeah. So like, this is yes. meant for. I just, I just, okay, maybe it's, it's because I saw that this was higher ranked than my hero, and I don't see it. Oh, I, I, I at least think that. I agree with that. Uh, but, but like, the animation in My Hero is way better than Tokyo Revengers. That's just that, because really, they have more also, money. I know they have more money, on, but it's like, it's say, still, that goes into a ranking, right? Why? Yeah, what, it does. Well, because Tokyo Revengers, Joran, Princess of Blood and Snow, and um, Odd Taxi are all three Crunchyroll-funded animes. Wait, um, okay, if it's funded by Crunchyroll, <laughs> like, it could... Like Doctor Stone looks better than Tokyo Avengers too. Like this actually looks like that's not funded by Crunchyroll. <laughs> I thought it was Doctor Stone. No, that's Funimation. No. Wait, but, uh, I don't think it's what? Funimation specifically. Wasn't the but... first season Crunchyroll exclusive? That doesn't mean it was funded no. by Crunchyroll. I, I remember seeing it on dude, Tsunami. What? Are you talking about before like, before the, the first version? episode? No, like for Doctor Stone, before every episode, it had uh, like they, a Crunchyroll specific intro to it. Yeah, they licensed like, it, but they didn't fund the entire studio production. Okay, of it, basically. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. They have the like, distribution rights. Like Odd Taxi, yeah. Joran, and Tokyo Avengers exist because Crunchyroll went out of the way to pay people to animate. Them. Yeah. Same with same with uh, I thought Tower same with God Tower of God and got a high same school. With, yeah. Same with Tower of God got a high school and uh, no bless. Yeah, that was Crunchyroll yeah. saying, we want these made. Right. And so far, they kind of get one right every season when they do one of those. And I think, I mean, I wouldn't say one right, but they do one really good, one really mediocre. And the one really mediocre so far that I've watched is Joran. And the one that I personally think is really well done is Odd Taxi. But everyone has their opinions. So, uh-oh. We lost high school boy. Oh, he's a beard. He'll be right back. Got a high school got ruined for me in episode nine. Yeah. Was that the wedding episode? No, it's the episode where Mori and Ilpio fight. Yeah, where oh, the, okay. where it it's changes. a good fight. It's a good fight, but Mori doesn't win that fight. <laughs> but he did in the anime. <laughs> yeah, well, you got You can't have your shonen protagonist lose. Yes, you can. It helps develop character. Yeah, nah, especially in something that's the, supposed to have way more episodes than it did. The, the biggest. The we, biggest we have to have an entire episode about a wedding. That the biggest no reason with yeah. that, I know, the biggest reason for that is because in the anime, they got rid of the part that was the reason Mori lost that fight, is that mm. in the in the webtoon, everyone has, has predetermined uh, HP, as well as what their power level is measured yep. as. So what happened in that fight is that Mori just ran out of HP. Yep. Um, yeah. But like, I thought Tower of God was pretty well done. I thought no blush oh, was pretty good. Dude, it started to fall apart at the last like four episodes. Well, yeah, that. Was... Oh no, 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 not Tower God, God of High School. Oh, yeah, God Tower God was yeah. fine. Tog was. I thought Tog was fine, but I understand. God, if of, I, the last God of High School was like, wait a minute, we have to be where in four episodes? Yeah, dude, it was so rough watching <laughs> was... the end of that series. It was like everything was poorly paced and like. 
like yeah, episode, just... episode 10 i was like wait a minute why are you here I'll say, already <laughs> i'll say i appreciate crunchyroll for trying to get these animes that nobody seems to want to pay for yeah uh and get them I, made into anime that's always really cool but i can appreciate know. that but i can also Some... ask that they try to do a better job oh yeah uh so on with spider so what's also completely made by crunchyroll that's just a crunchyroll funded know. anime we're gonna up your subscription payments <laughs> so that we can fund more anime. Dude. You didn't like the animation from last season, right? I think well, there's was. a reason for that. Now pay up, Brendan. Pay up, Brendan. I, I'm gonna need you to pay for more Crunchyroll, Brendan. You want more God of High School? You gotta pay. Yeah, I think anyway. I think that's what happened. I think Crunchyroll is paying for Spider Isekai. That makes sense. Anyway. Um, um, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm done. We had the discussion. Now we can go to Caboose. <laughs> <laughs> Caboose unless unless you had other things to Gargoyles. talk about. Or, yeah. No, I mean, everything I watched was fine. Like, uh, uh, even, even My Heroes, this episode was better than the last few, but... I I agree because it, like now we're going somewhere even though it's still not well you know. even even if it didn't have like story relevance I think mm-hmm. like still the actual uh like I don't know things things are happening that should make sense I'll say it mm-hmm. that way That's Yeah good. like well, no. fucking characters <laughs> are of the correct power level to other characters, <laughs> fucking class B should not be this be close. Are. Yeah, they they shouldn't be close. It's dumb. It's really dumb. I get it. It's made I, for uh, teenagers, and it's made to just be entertaining. But it's like, I'm sure. I'm sure some teenagers are still like, uh, "This should be a wash." Eh. Well, no. Okay, I, I if teenagers are like, able to watch Bleach and Naruto, like they're able to watch this, it's the same faults. Like I think. Yeah, yeah. Because well, you're you're literally looking at Chad, guy, but he fucking, talks to the same people. Well, no, you're looking at Chad <laughs> lose because he has to lose because Ichigo has to be the hero, and you're just like, win, this yeah. doesn't make sense. Well, wait, yeah. Chad's allowed to win one of the underground fights on their way in because he has yeah. to help make the way no, for Ichigo. Just, it's just bad. It's just bad. Stop. Okay, fucking writing your characters I, like this. I I know what they're doing with this arc. It's literally just them being like, hey. These kids worked really hard too. We know that you're the class that keeps getting almost murdered, but hey, they've had they saw what you did last time and they're they were really affected by it when they saw it on the news. Give them their millennial, give them their millennial participation award and let them go on their way. (laughs) And the thing is, it's not even that either. It's it's they're trying to be like, hey, like don't be slouches because class B worked really hard just because you had something that we like to call trauma. <laughs> doesn't mean real that you're world stronger. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're stronger. Like the, you know, I think certain things that happened over the course of the last couple of episodes were really stupid, but also because it had to be written in a predictable way, which is what you're saying. And that's why I got really upset. Well, like, I was just kind of like, no shit that this was going to turn out this way. However, Bakugo's thing, I really liked. Yeah, no, really that was that was that well one. done. But that was like, oh remember, boy. remember when we had sucks, what, like though. five as a character? Episodes? Yeah, but I really I liked fucking it. hate him. We had yeah. five episodes of Fire and Ice 
learning to fucking deal with his problems and we are now in season five and he's still dealing with it you're like dude you had your progression arc this is unacceptable (laughs) just just means having his relapse it's really hard yeah yeah. no it no but it just means it's harder than he thought it would be no but he himself got over it it's not even, like, no, he's supposed it's not to be even, done now. It's not even he's funny to, to me to defend the show. No, yeah, it's just, ironically, it's, like, it's just like holy it's like, I don't even man, care that much. Like, I uh, yeah, it's so I, dumb. It it makes me mad because you have like these other characters like Bakugo who are terrible. They're they're horribly written. Bakugo is yeah. just mean for no reason. He's just a like, jerk. No explosions. But like, so, but like he shows growth, and then you have this character who has grown and then relapses and you're like bro it's because he needs to be in trouble right now well i get okay to me it makes a little sense it's one of the things that you know bothers me about tv tropes is that when you have somebody whose character story arc is done it's like oh they are they have reached uh the p the pinnacle of the hierarchy of needs and they are just done and they never have another problem ever again. And that's just not how life well, they, works. They should have problems, but, but, but they should be different problems. Yeah, not but you know the what? problem they overcame. Yeah, you know yeah. what? That's fine. You can, They can still be interesting without having the same conflicts over and over again. But, well, the other thing, too, is that, you know, you know, Toko, uh, Tokoyami, um, you know, he has a bad dad. But <laughs> now bad dad. dad is. Yeah. But now bad dad. He's is trying, trying to be to a be cool dad. Good now. dad. Yeah, he's trying to be rad um, dad. Which is yeah, Rad Brad. But now it's it's like causing problems for him to accept the one thing that his dad kept trying to get him to do. And I feel like by him unleashing the thing that he needs to do, by by achieving his character arc, it's the fullest acceptance of you know, bad dad. But, but when the yeah. other characters he is going up against yeah. say wow if you just did the thing we would have lost outright and it's like y- yeah this is dumb this Wait, is dumb when they that? acknowledge <laughs> that you should be winning <laughs> well and there's also a part of me that sort of felt like there was an answer to the whole tetsu 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 thing yeah. and all he had to do was like Warm he, him up he, and cool well, him down over and over. You know what you, happens thank to metal? You. It fucked <laughs> thank it up. You. It that bothered me so much because it was sort of like maybe know, they don't. He's know just kind of coming idiots. in. It's like, uh, you know, you shouldn't well, have messed with me because I'm the one counter to you because this just makes me really hot. No. And then I'm just like, it, okay, then fuck him up a little bit. Like, just I throw mean, some ice in there. That, that's the biggest, where Deku's supposed to open his notebook and do the notebook thing. That oh, he, he done don't worry, he one. has been doing yeah, that. Deku opens his notebook like, fuck him up, kid. Yeah, <laughs> the, De- the, the most Deku's you can say for deep. that. The most you can say for that is saying, oh, Todoroki doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do that because morally, it'll hurt, it, it'll hurt yeah. him. And I can't morally do that. Yeah, that's fine. That's like, sure. that's, that's, that's it right there. That's easy. It's like, hey, Bakugo, why are you a dick? No reason. <laughs> yeah. Because one, one of them almost got completely bombed. I'm, yeah. It's, it's, anyway. so, it's so funny when like, I watch where like if you watch someone like react to certain things and you're watching like them do that, they're just like, why don't you just fuck them up? It's like you can't do that. Yeah, they're heroes. Remember, you have to think. You have to think about that character's personality and why why they wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> but Bakugo's popular. 
And that's all that matters. Ne- uh, well, yeah. no, I, no idea why beyond me. People so I love their bully characters. So I've been watching DuckTales. Nice. Yeah. I am. Uh, where am I? I just watched episode 13 where they go to uh, the Greek, the Greek island. Oh, yeah. And you got Chris Dimantopoulos as uh, Hercules. Yeah. Storkules. Storkules. Yeah. Um, the some of some of the standout ones before between the last one I watched and and up to that were uh, I liked the one before it where they were playing golf. Yes, and that one was pretty good. The two Kelpie guides who keep trying to like get them to to jump on their backs so they could drown them in the water. <laughs> and then the fact that you have uh the very first of many times that you're going to see uh uh Huey and um and Launchpad be sports commentators. Oh, that's going to happen again? That's great. It's going to happen, I think, two more times at least. And then uh, there was the the one with the social media guy, which uh, I think I've actually... I had actually watched that episode before with you. Maybe, yeah. Where, uh, Weeks? Yeah, where Huey and, where Huey and, uh, and Dewey go to be uh, interns yeah, with him. Yeah, the internship. That's right. And the whole time, uh, Glomgold and Scrooge, well, more just Glomgold and Scrooge is listening about the their evil plan to kill him. <laughs> I my favorite, uh, I it I think like Glomgold becomes one of my favorite characters. The further out, um, he has like an origin episode where you find out more about who he was. Uh, basically, everyone's origin story from the original TV show is just vastly different especially right. like um gear loose since his original character was like i make things you mean sometimes the dean. they go haywire you mean the dean <laughs> yeah the dean and it's like i make things sometimes they go haywire the newer version of him is like he's actually just an evil scientist who is trying to make things that are intentionally going to turn on humanity yeah um and for some reason, Scrooge just keeps him on payroll. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Time. There was there was that episode where where he takes uh, Louis to the money bin. Yeah. And uh, he's just sitting there in the board meeting, and like his his I guess his like accountants are telling him all the stuff to cut, and he's just saying no to all of it. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, I think that's the first time you see Gear Loose. And it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Uh. It's it's great just seeing all of these people who are just. <laughs> Just it's the same thing with gargoyles. Yeah, just hearing exactly. all these different say. voice actors pop in, and you're just like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Um, and there's a lot more. I think Beaks is. Uh, uh, hmm. I don't remember, but John Ralphio's friend, or is it just John Ralphio? No, that's <laughs> not. It's not Ben Schwartz. That's Dewey. That's Dewey. But isn't there another character that? You mean Tom? <laughs> You mean because, Aziz Ansari? No, no, not Tom. Because not John Ralph, it's, it's not Aziz Ansari. John no, Ralphio is the friend. Is the friend? Yeah, he is. He is. Uh, God, uh, who is he? I did get my first, uh, my first taste of Catherine Tate. Oh, you did? Yeah, because in the uh, the episode where they're in the abandoned subway, uh, yes. she makes she makes an appearance as uh, as Lena's shadow. And I don't remember if Lena's a new is an original character or not. I think she is. And even Lena's like another one of those like, oh hey, I know who you're from, what you're from. Uh, it's Kimiko Glenn. That's right. So you might know her from uh, BoJack Horseman as uh, Girl um, Crush's CEO. Yeah, the Crush girl. She's also yeah. in The Boys, but she doesn't speak in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
And what are you going to do? Is she, I can't remember if she's in uh Kipo or if that's Karen Fukuhara. That I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm real. I'm really enjoying DuckTales. I, I, I always can't wait to watch the next episode. Uh, other than, Josh Brenner, that's Mark Beeks. Yes. That was one of those ones where I looked it up and I was like, I don't know that. I don't know that person by name. Yeah. I forgot about this Duckburg life. I'll have to see if, cause I, they, they do a follow-up podcast series. Oh, really? For the show. Yeah. And I think that just came out. Um, other than that, I didn't mention this last week, but, uh, just a quick note over. I've watched, uh, season four of Castlevania. Ah, damn it. I still need to do that. It's, uh, it's really good. It's animated really great. Uh, it starts out pretty much where season three left off, which cause season the whole time season three, everybody is apart and they all have separate stories. And just the whole mystery of the whole season is how are these going to come together? And it doesn't really happen until the climax of season four. And it's really great. And uh, that was, it was the last season. So Mm -hmm. Uh, on the whole, I thought it was a very good series. And now that I'm done with it, I canceled my Netflix subscription because there's nothing else. (laughs) There's nothing else. But it's $18 now. Yeah. Well, Netflix is absurd. That's ridiculous. When I saw that, I was like, okay, yeah, no, I'm definitely getting rid of this because is that for the 4k Netflix though? Or is that, that I think so. I think so. But still, even the, even the 1080 one is still 16. Yeah. But, uh, the only other thing I wanted to watch on Netflix was, uh, the second half of season five of Lucifer came out after I canceled my subscription, but I just Mm -hmm. watched, I just watched that in our, in our living room where my roommate's Netflix account is on. Speaking of Netflix, the, the, I think the reason the, the argument they're making is exactly based on what you just said there. The argument they're making probably raising the prices is because they're trying to find ways to cut people out of account sharing, even though they're just making it worse. I mean, I just even though when I watch Netflix on the TV downstairs, I just use my I just use my roommate's account. Right. They're like, well, we're trying to cut down couch sharing in some ways. They're actually like there's some weird talk going around about that. <laughs> I'm going to share because know. it's so expensive. <laughs> Right, but oh, they're talking gosh. about. I, I've heard rumors that there, there, there is in the works. Um, they're looking to like MAC address lock your account, so they're yeah. killing VPNs. The yeah, they're effectively killing like any VPNs. Basically, they're effectively trying to make it so that your mach- your your machine is the only machine that can run that Netflix account. That is it. Good well, luck. Good thing. Good thing. The only thing we watch our Netflix on is the TV now. And and the great part is everyone really listening about that's always like. Uh, so you want pirating to come back in full force. Okay. Well, I was about to say, like, <laughs> A, like, you want Wa- pirating back. The waters okay, have been great. so calm for so long. I know. I haven't heard the name Pirate Bay in, like, five years. Mm-mm. But, like, seas are starting to get stormy stor- again. Yeah, seas are getting a little stormy, man. The storm is approaching. Uh, but also, it's kind of like, I don't give a shit about Netflix that much. Right. Like, the- I, <laughs> well, I, it's I've like- been using Disney Plus more and more month after month. I can get rid of Netflix if it's going to cost that much and I can only use it on one device. It worked for me too because it's like, okay, we have two Netflix accounts in this house. I can just use the main TV when I'm home by myself to watch the one thing I wanted to watch after I cancel my subscription, which was just, you know, it was just eight. It was just eight episodes of the second part of season five of Lucifer, which was great, by the way. I'm really excited for the final season whenever, whenever that comes out. 
and and just from my roommate seeing clips of it of me watching it he started watching it from the beginning so i've been watching some older season of that and it's really interesting to see where it began the the whole thing is like it's like it's funny because he's the devil and he never lies when he tells people i was just gonna say about like oh we're back on that the fact that netflix um like they they were there to help like kill the pirate storm and now they're basically bringing it back at full force. Now they're bringing it back, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I feel like a lot of people just even though Netflix does send out like emails saying like hey, we're raising the price, I don't think people ever read those. Yeah. And they just well, kind well, of I mean, they just kind it. of blindly get charged every month. It's like a gym membership. When it's all yeah, exactly. You just kind of like you kind of read it and it's always like, oh, it's going to go up by like another dollar. Okay. And then it just keeps doing it year after year after year. And it's so you not just until, like, it's not until you yeah, really until look at it. Five years later, it's like, oh shit. Until like, you're like, I'm paying. become $20. Exactly. Yeah. Um, That's kind of like with me and my, uh, my Disney plus at this point where it's, it's attached to my auto subscribing internet service. Cause I got mm-hmm. it for a full year and I'm like, yeah, I guess it, I'll notice if it goes up way too much, but it kind of just gets rolled into the bill that I don't even look at. Um, it's uh, other than those, uh, I also uh, one of the, I have one anime, older anime that I started watching. Uh, I'm like nine episodes into Bungo Stray Dogs, and oh, jeez, uh, I have no idea why I didn't watch the show when it aired. It's great. The show is so good. <laughs> I. I, 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 I I just watched okay, episode so, eight, which is the the one on the train with the girl with the stand. I'm trying to remember. The, I try remember which how many seasons there's been. There's you three. Need to watch, three. Okay, you need to watch Dead Apple after season two. I know. The movie. I know. I, okay. I I looked it up. Yeah, you technically don't have to, but there's characters showing up in season three that will make. Yeah, zero I sense if you I know because Dead Apple. I I knew I knew Dead Apple was there. I looked I looked it up to see. Oh, is it is it technically? canon to the anime yes technically it is and then i was like where can i watch it and okay good it's on crunchyroll so it's on crunchyroll so it's not hard to watch but yeah uh caboose spent you know a lot of time trying to figure out how to specifically watch uh rebels or was it clone wars so if anything you probably know (laughs) and then i ended up just watching it normally Yeah, it was cl- but, yeah, it was it was Clone Wars, I, but yeah, no, I, I, would, just, I would trust that you, yeah, do the research. I, I did the. Uh, I, I really like Bungo. It's 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 a lot of fun. Like I said, I uh, I have no idea why I didn't why I never watched it as it was airing, because I I was aware I was aware of it the whole time because it's Bones yeah. and I love Bones. Uh, there was a lot of really popular stuff that was out though. I think that, every I think that might have been it, and it might have fallen down on people's list because it's 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 your typical pretty boy anime. Yeah, like, but it's not, there were a lot of people talking about it too, but not, it's not, not as in, much as maybe other things. Not in the way that calling it a pretty boy anime would connotate, yes. though. Right? Yeah. You no, know, but it, it's, <laughs> or on host club, it's one of those. It's far more in terms of popularity. Its popularity is one of the higher female liked audience casts animes out there it has mm-hmm. a much higher female watch rate than a lot of other anime out there because of people love to um i mean they're good looking characters <laughs> some, that's people that's love some to ship some of those sailing. boys with some yeah. of those boys i mean that's that boy with that other boy i mean that's just a rule of the internet that's gonna have oh, yeah. for really any series but it, it just happens so more good. with here because they're so beautiful rashomon such a cool oh God, uh, all their so powers cool. are cool because it's all like, the powers you know, are cool books. it's like 
It's like I a actually, better. It's like a better Hamatora. I went oh. to uh, yes, it is a better Hamatora, <laughs> uh, especially after season two of Hamatora. I was not. Uh, yeah, I was not a fan of season two of Hamatora. Um, I actually went to a uh, a Katsukon panel that actually talked about the the powers that they use in the books, powers that they use in the anime and the manga. And if they're actually based on their books and a lot of the characters are like yeah, all of the stuff, all they the, do all the characters based, are, like, all the characters are named right. after actual authors. And like everything goes down to like, they, they, the person who wrote the series really did their homework on every single one of those characters. Kafka. Uh, yeah. It's, it's pretty, it's an impressive show with the amount of detail is, is thrown in there. Um, I'm really glad you're watching it. I hope you like the rest of it. I, Season I'm, two's I'm, got some really cool characters. Yeah, no, I really, I'm really enjoying it so far. I, I hope we, I hope I see more of the little girl with the stand. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, she's the, the cool. cell, the cell phone stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's, uh, she's a cool character. Y- uh, Yuki, I think, is her name. If I remember correctly. No, that's part that's of her. her that's well, her ability, stand. her ability is Demon Snow. Yeah. No, her name is Kyoka. Kyoka, that's right. It's been so long since I watched it. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, that's it for me. Cool. Uh, before next week, hopefully you get to episode 16 of DuckTales. Oh, I definitely will. Has I'll probably get to one of my. <laughs> I have the day off tomorrow and I'm episode 14. So <laughs> it has probably one of my other favorite characters of the show. And they are not their original version at all. So that's exciting look forward to that. Also, one thing I didn't, you know, we're talking about voices. The other thing is, uh, this character won't show up until probably end of season two or early season three. The voice actor for this person, I would not have guessed. So, okay. <laughs> when, when you get there, we'll talk about it. And also, apparently, Michael Chiklis is Zeus. I forgot about that. <laughs> Before we, well, bef- yeah. Before we move on, we're going to do some news. Uh, this wasn't quite as fast as I, but technically faster than usual. But anyway, before we get into news, we're going to take a little break. But before that, it's time for our short segment called Collection Corner, where we update you on the latest collectible games and downloads that you might want to get your Dorito dusted fingers on. First off, uh, apparently Limited Run Games has done a deal with Intercreates. And so if you really like Blaster Master and if you really like Blaster Master Zero, they will be doing the physical release of Blaster Master Zero. Pre-orders went live today. Uh, I think they're up until the end of the month. So the those have just started. Um, in terms of updates for limited run games pre-orders, Mega Man Wily Wars is still up for pre-order. Um, Castlevania Anniversary Collection is up. Uh, Among Us is still up. Erica is still up. Cursed Castilla X is, EX is still up. Uh, Pixel Junk Eden 2 is still up as well as Double Dragon 4 and Neon, plus their collectors. So all of them, plus their collector editions, are still open. There is no, as far as I know, there are no limitations to those pre-orders. It's just a time limit. So they won't, like, sell out of anything. They just make the orders after they see how many people have done pre-orders. So don't worry if you haven't gotten a collector's edition yet. They're still up. Hey. I have my Wily Wars pre-order. I'm not... I don't care too much. I like the collector's edition for Castlevania Anniversary Collection, but it's... I like to have my collections digitally for whatever reason, so I'm just keeping it that way. Hmm. Don't forget to mention the Atari VCS releases on June 15th. Oh, the Atari VCS releases on June 15th. I hope you don't forget. 
it's only three hundred dollars and it doesn't come with a controller. <laughs> yeah, I, what? From the from the review I watched, this is like not worth buying at all. No, it's no, not. it's not. It's a console that's been in development for four, five years. Yeah, it got announced like right after the NES Classic because they were like, we're going to do the NES Classic, but we're going to do it 17 times better. And it was going to have an online store. Yeah, but it was like a Kickstarter Um, too, wasn't it? uh, Yes-ish. It's like either that or Indiegogo. Yeah, it was one of those. And like the fact that people backed it and it still came out at this level of quality is kind of rough i i didn't realize it was 300 bucks without a controller and it's 400 bucks to get a controller yeah that's why that's why it's like hey you want to save up for a ps5 or do you want this atari vcs like is that even a question is that even can i play miles morales on my atari vcs god damn i love the final fantasy 7 integrate i love you gotta buy the games too so like it just it's not good the end of the article for this is great where it's like the reviews seem to indicate who is this even for? It was a cash grab. That's who it was. Yes, it was. It's pretty sad. It was back when mini consoles were fire and you had a one and a half year opportunity to get your chips in. Hey, Sony wrecked it. Maybe it'll be limited supply and all the scalpers will buy it. And then they Ooh, can finally yeah, revel in their idea. Mis- they can finally revel in their mistake for once. Yeah, we can do to scalpers what uh, Reddit did to um, GameStop or AMC. Yeah, GameStop and AMC. Yeah, we'll just pretend that we're really excited about buying uh, an Atari VCS, and all the scalpers will spend like hundreds of dollars on it, and then nobody will buy it off of them. All the while, PS5s are just open and free for the taking. We figured it out. Uh, so we're gonna go on a quick break. Uh, I just need to rehydrate real quick. Uh, but we'll be back with our thoughts and feelings about E3 and what our predictions are going to be and stuff like that. But until then, uh, just uh, give me give me a minute. That's all I'm going to say about that. Be right back. We are we are going to continue with the podcast as we continue. We'll talk about our E3 predictions and our thoughts and feelings. Right, but I guess first. I don't, yeah, I know I need to use cookies. That's fine. No, thank you. Uh, we're going to talk about Jeff Keighley's summer blockbuster event party with, uh, with while my parents are out of town. Please don't tell my mom. Where so, did you get this from? I don't, it just seems so funny because he calls it Summer Games Fest, but it's like Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest. And yeah. it's just like this idea I that like, my parents are out of town, so let's have a party at my place. So, like, let's have a game fest? Yeah, we're cooler than E3. Come on over. That's pretty much why he's doing it. Um, yeah. But the, like I said, the, the main problem is that like everything, like everything after the 12th that he's ta- like talking about exclusively, all the big news things are also on E3's schedule. So it, not really special after E3 starts anymore. Look, uh, do what the, you can. So the only thing we haven't actually seen on any of these things is technically Sony hasn't announced any presence of any sort so far. On either? Yeah, they on don't need either. to. They didn't yeah. last year for Jeff Keighley's right. thing. They have, so their, I have, uh, they have their Sony State of Plays or whatever. Right, so they haven't announced the State of Play yet is what I'm getting at. No, but they one. they didn't have a state of play the last time E3 rolled around either, wasn't it? Like after, 
Uh, I don't remember actually. It's a good question. Like in 2019, uh, like for the last like four or five years, Sony's just whatever. They'll do whatever they want. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, Nintendo's been like that for a long time too. Yeah, but at Once least they realized the power of their nice direct and still showed up at E3. Like Sony legit just left. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, we're gone. Right, but I thought yeah. they did. Um, I thought they did a thing like. I thought it, they it was did either too. before or after, but I don't. Think it was it right was. around. Yeah, it was right around E3. I don't remember when it was, but yeah, it was either before or after, like you said. So I, I figured they'll have something around this time at some point, but yeah, we so have. We'll start with. We'll start with uh, Jeff Keighley's pool party, brought to you by uh, Amazon Luna. Mm-hmm. They are going to do the kickoff June 10th. I actually did sign up to see if we could be considered a streamer for that. So um, if that happens, we'll have to figure that out because I think it takes place on a Thursday. It takes place on I didn't Thursday realize at that 2 and I have an appointment it. at Thursday at 2. They, uh, well, and also they're going to have like Weezer there. So you yeah. have to, if you're going to co-stream it, you have to sign up for it in order to get like the, the stream uh, assets. So yeah. that you don't get flagged, and then you might still get flagged, but you know, this is owned by Amazon. Amazon yeah. owns Twitch. Yeah, but they don't <laughs> Amazon care. paid for Summer Games but Fest. They're, they're not going to pay for your for your music. Also, it was May 9th, so like Sony did it a month early because they were just like, whatever, we can. Yeah, and why not? Well, well they didn't, didn't they do something similar this year? Didn't they announce some like a state of play like three weeks ago? <laughs> Well, they they did the Horizon state of play for yeah. That's uh, what I mean. They they literally did the same thing. They're like, oh, we're not going to wait for E three. We're just gonna put out info when we want. But I need my PowerPoint presentation. Where where is that? I want that again. I want my gameplay demo for Resistance two. Just bring back Sony's actual conference that they gave up on. Yeah, I want to listen to guitar for like twenty minutes. No, that was at E (laughs) three. You're getting them mixed up. I we were know, there. Man. That's why they left E3. I wasn't. I actually wasn't. We were all, we were still on the plane when that happened. You oh, were yeah, going there. <laughs> I was on the way. And we, I could barely watch it because the plane's Wi-Fi was crap. So uh, after that, they've got... I guess Netflix might be going into video games. That's been the rumor now. So what are they uh, just going to buy... Uh, oh Gamefly. well, I mean, Kickoff Live is it's... gonna have a lot of premieres. That's gonna be your V. Kickoff Live is your um, your VGAs. VGAs, yeah. That's where he's gonna do a lot of the world premiere. I also like how E3 is gonna have an award show at the end of it. It's like we can fucking do a game award show too. <laughs> Stupid ass. <laughs> Pretty much, they're kind of headbutting. But bet. yeah, I'm I'll curious bet. what they're gonna be world premiering at the Summer Games Fest Kickoff Live. Uh, he had um, a lot of indie stuff last year, but he had like exclusive ratchet footage, I think. But that was yeah. like, the biggest thing. I I can't find it anymore because if you look up Summer Games Fest, it only shows 2021. It doesn't show 2020 anymore. I think the other thing is that um, so right after that, you're going to get a, and I hate how this is a thing. Uh, Coke Prime Time, and I don't mean the soda. The Coke brothers apparently own some kind of video game outlet. I assume it's the same Coke. Uh, and they own the uh, 
They have a couple of different franchises, including like Saints Row, Dead Island, Time Splitters. Because they bought, I, um, yeah. So like, what's the company name? They make those games. Is uh, that's the Shuriken thing? It's like Deep Silver yeah, right? or whatever. Deep Silver, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who it was. So yeah. apparently, Deep Silver tweeted today that they're like, we're specifically not talking about these games. I need to figure out what. I, I mean, Dead Island Two has been quote unquote not dead for quote unquote seven years i think yeah so it, it's never been canceled it's just never been released yeah it's moved through four different development teams so i mean i wouldn't surprise me if we saw that the other thing i wouldn't be surprised about is um elden ring showing up at the first thing on thursday no definitely not yeah so basically, uh, Coke Media said that they were going to do a thing. <laughs> Definitely not. Deep Silver responded by saying, uh, giving you a heads up, you won't see Dead Island, Saints Row, Metro, or Time Splitters there. Oh, so none they're, of they're Deep, Basically, saying. like, none of Deep Silver's games are going to be there. But they also announced uh, last week that they have a, that they've, we have been working on plans to bring the Time Splitters franchise back to life, and we are pleased to let you know that we are setting up a new Deep Silver development studio to do just that. Free Radical Design is performing and will be headed up by industry and Time Splitters veterans, Steve Ellis and David Doak. This is an exciting first step in the process. Development on a new game has not yet started, and we will update you when we have more news to share. So they've already said last week that we're going to do it. Who we make, have nothing. Yeah, these games. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's going to happen because we made the studio. But we don't have anything to share, and we're not going to talk about it during E3. So it's like, we don't know. The only thing that they've said is that their tagline is, we know something you don't know. And it's like, well, no shit. Like, I don't know anything. Anyone <laughs> an can idiot. say that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know something about science? I don't know much about science. I mean, anyone, any, any developing company can say that because, you know, they know more than we do about their own damn games. <laughs> well, there's that too. But I mean, we have leaks. It's possible. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to look forward to because I, I've always been told that Coke is an evil company. Um, so I have no positive reason to pay attention. And also, I'm not a huge Deep Silver fan. I'm just kind of me neither. Yeah, I enjoyed Dead Island for what it was back in the day, but I mean, I think earlier Saints Row games were fun GTA knockoffs. Yeah, Uh, I remember a lot of people liking Saints Row three and four. Oh, it was was specifically three and four, but or was it two and three? It was was three. Four is not very good. I know. I know one of them was really, really well liked because it came out in comparison with GTA Four. Yeah, it was GTA Four. A lot of people said it was too realistic. That was three. Oh, actually, that's a good question. Do you think we're going to see any GTA Six? No, No. not a Jeff Keighley's thing. No, not Jeff Keighley's. Okay, so Jeff Keighley's. I'm just going to let you know. I'm going to say no to everything. Jeff Keighley's. (laughs) Keighley's I'm ignoring you. Biggest announcements were the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two footage, and uh, Unreal Engine Five that Epic showed off. Those are like the two biggest things besides maybe Valorant also being like displayed because it still was like a riot project. It didn't have a name. Yeah. Those are like the things he had. So temper your expectations to Tony Hawk. That's true. But I'm I'm trying to look through what I guess. So then the only place we would see GTA 6 would be Xbox. I mean, that could be good because the company that worked on that game is, is gone. Uh, it would be Sony because uh, Rockstar and Sony have like a 
Right, but Sony hasn't said they're doing anything yet. Is what I'm getting at. So like, yeah, at so the we're moment, not gonna we're not gonna see yeah. GTA stuff. Maybe GTA I just heard this, stuff. I've just been seeing a lot of news about GTA Six lately. Couple, I've been hearing the works. word GTA. I've been hearing that term well, a lot. They've been working no on that it means. since they finished Red Dead Two. So yep. like they've had yeah. allegedly. Yeah, they've they've had allegedly. a few years where they've been working on it. So I kind um, of partially expect something this year. But like Rockstar yeah, just, has like a thing with Sony, so like if yeah. they were showing oh, yeah, up you're right. Xbox, that would be very strange. It would be very strange. Um, I agree with you 100. percent Yeah. yeah uh, so the next day we've got Ubisoft and Devolver Digital. So we know Devolver Digital is going to do their thing during Jeff Keighley's um, Dr Pepper Cool Summer Fun Time Fling. Yes, Devolver Digital. Uh, take two. Devolver Digital is only on Jeff Keighley's. It's not part of the E3 schedule. That sucks. It could be part, and I guarantee you that will be part of their whole little meta. It's well, who's on which one and who's not on the other one, basically. Well, there's that too. No, who's Ubisoft. I I'm wondering about Ubisoft right now, just because they had that statement earlier where they were like, "We're not going to make quote unquote games anymore. We're we're we like we like what Fortnite's doing. We want to do that." So it'll be like, an expansion for Valhalla. So it'll be. It seems like, and you'll get more. They just want to do dance free... and Dance Central or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, they could easily do this with the, with Just Dance, um, but it seems like they want to move forward with like the games as a service, even though like we've seen time and again that it only works like three times ever. So I've never. They'll uh, they'll announce that Beyond Good and Evil Two is canceled. I hope so. I just want them to kill it. Like I'm tired of hearing it about it. I never cared about but the wh- first game. But what about Beyond Good <laughs> and Evil Two? I'm just so I'm so fucking tired just of hearing that. that game's name uttered. Like don't, I don't just want to hear about the I music just, platform where you can pay them to put your music in their game. No, just take out. Just you know, well, you're take not out the. Paying. You get just, you get part of the proceeds. You get part but, of the yeah, proceeds back. It, but you have to pay them to put your ga- music in the game. Just what put it out of no, its goddamn thought, misery. I'm. I thought it was so all done. submitted through uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's like program. <laughs> right, but I thought you had to. Be like, regist- what are the words you're saying? I, I thought you had to be registered for Joseph Gordon-Levitt's thing, which costed money. Yeah, but to it's get free. It. No, no, no. That's oh, that's is free. it? Oh, okay. No, he, dude, he talked about it on Hot Ones. He like created yeah. oh, that platform to help musicians like get oh, their yeah. names the out there. Yeah, is that the thing Spotify's using now? I oh, I don't know about that. Maybe because so. Spotify introduced a thing now where they're like, if you're a fledgling artist, you can. Oh uh, no! Then they probably ripped you can off. Essentially, <laughs> you they can essentially did. pay to have your music uh, put on the front page, but it'll cost you your royalties. No, yeah, that, and they literally this is literally okay. YouTube, but for musicians. It's a okay. So Vivo outlet, yeah. Yeah, kind of Vivo. <laughs> uh, boy. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure what to expect from Ubisoft Forward. They'll probably talk about their Apple Plus TV show, uh, which apparently is good. Like, a lot of people actually really like it. Did they make Assassin's Creed a TV show? No, uh, Mythic Quest. No. Yeah, the TV show that was made show. by, what's-his-face, from, uh, from by Mac, from It's Always Sunny. Oh, yep. I, I, I the show he left Sunny for. <laughs> no, he didn't leave Sunny. Because he's like a co-executive producer on Sunny, I think. Um, but no, he started working on this on this show called Mythic Quest, and it was on E3 2019. And I guess season one came out on Apple Plus or Apple TV Plus, 
and then I guess season two just came out recently, and I guess a lot of people say it's good. Yeah, but you don't um, want to own an Apple. It's funny from what I understand, but yeah, I have gonna... a free year, so if you if we care enough, we can watch it. I I would only watch it if I was watching it at your place because I will never buy Apple TV. I didn't pay for it, so there's that. So there's that. Uh, and then Devolver Digital. No, I don't. Nobody ever watches Devolver Digital for the game announcements. I was going to say. go there to see the train wreck that is Devolver Digital's. The the intentional train wreck. Out of everything in this list, I think that's my most anticipated one, only because I love watching how batshit insane it gets every year. Oh, yeah. You're just like, where's it going to go this year? (laughs) You know? I went to some weird play. I don't think I watched last year's, actually. Did they do one last year? I think they did a quick one. There was no E3, but they did a Devolver Digital thing. Yeah, I I still thought they did something. Um... The next day, we've got Xbox and Bethesda. Because they did it for Fall Guys last year, if you remember. It was in July 11th. Okay. They did a Devolver Direct 2020. and Oh, that's right. They did a Devolver Direct. It was a, it was, it was a mockumentary of uh, Nintendo Directs. And oh, it was okay. like they were making it's fun of Nintendo Directs. Okay. Uh, I think the idea is that people are expecting to hear about Starfield. We all know that that is now a Microsoft exclusive entirely. So I think that will probably be the formal announcement. Oh, at the Xbox Game Show? Yeah. Yeah. So it's obviously it's the Xbox and Bethesda. So and the, all their images they've been showing off are all star fields. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I kind of I will be shocked if Starfield isn't shown, especially since the news is that it's hitting this uh holiday season. Is what I've been yeah, seeing. But that's I also, also shocking. Um, but I've also heard that we might see some Halo Infinite footage as well, which would kind of also make sense with the whole star thing. I would also hope space because that game was delayed until this year, I think. Yep. Yeah. But um, I, I, yeah, Starfield's probably going to be the primary focus of this game. You're probably going to get like a 15 minute gameplay chunk, like they always like to do for games that. You know, they're trying to push real hard. Yeah. Um. Gosh, what else does Bethesda work on? I guess uh, Elder Scrolls Six. So here's the interesting well, thing, right? Here's the Sony game that still isn't right. I was just saying, are we going to see Ghostwire there or not? <laughs> oh, because because yeah. Bethesda <laughs> killed their conference to join with Xbox. So now it's like, well, you can't really talk about your Sony exclusives, you can think you? Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb are going to be there again because you've got I've been waiting for got, that team up for years. You've got Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo are both technically Bethesda. Are they going to show up there or are they not? Uh, well, Death got delayed, didn't it? So like, well, Deathloop, Deathloop got, got delayed, delayed again. again. Yes. It got uh, looped again. Then, yeah, it got looped again. And then, so yeah, I would assume we'll probably get another trailer for Deathloop. We'll no. probably get another trailer <laughs> for uh, the other game that we just said. I... I, the only I, only question about that is because it's it's a Sony exclusive. Why would they show it during the Xbox conference? Oh, that's the part yeah. where I'm like, well, I didn't Microsoft, think it was. A, Microsoft, I didn't know it was an exclusive. Was it? Uh, yeah, Death it launches exclusively. And, yeah, uh, Ghostwire. Ghostwire were exclusive, but mm-hmm. like Microsoft has still said that even though they bought Bethesda, they're not like not going to advertise Bethesda oh, yeah. products because that would not make them money. I just would find it weird. It would be a very in, 
Yeah. During a Xbox Plus Bethesda combined work together conference. Yeah, but Bethesda is one of the names there. It's true. I could see them them omitting it and just being like, that'll be Sony's thing. Like, if Sony decides to do an E3 thing. Exactly. But I think that they're going to... They're just going to wait for them to talk about it. But Sony has better things to talk about, <laughs> I guess. Like Do they, they have plenty of like areas they could put these. Like, yeah, it's it's really strange, man. But and again, because Deathloop is a delayed game, it's like we're just going to see trailer number eight for Deathloop, and then we're going to see, um, probably more. I I'm assuming we're gonna see something about Elder Scrolls Six, and we're probably gonna see something I, about Starfield. So for six, I think we're gonna, gonna see, see another something. For six, I think we're just gonna see another panning overview of the world. If yeah. that's it's, true, they just shouldn't even show anything. They shouldn't even to be they honest. They shouldn't have done it the first time either. No, they shouldn't have. Yeah, but they needed to excite their shot or their shareholders. Yeah, but that's then all. if you do it again, it makes it worse. Because it's yep. been two years that Skyrim they showed that, that image. So um, you're telling me it took you two years to make a new CG image? Yeah. Yes. The other yeah. scary thing about it is it's like they're they're starting to fall into that Bioware danger zone, in my opinion. Which doesn't help me because I keep thinking that they're making the new, you know, Mass Effect. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's like the, the reason why I'm saying that is because it's your own like, fault. It is Fallout, my own fault. Fallout 4 didn't do so good. Fallout uh, 4 and Fallout 76 were not good. worse. Yo, and, and so it's like wasn't that great. And it was not. Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal was great. It's it's good, but it was not as good as Doom 2016. It's also not a fish. It's not technically a Bethesda primary studios product either. It's an well, now there was Rage too. Yeah, but I know, like but, but I was getting at like owned by Bethesda now, so right. Mm-hmm. I was getting at like Bethesda primary game studios. Fallout Four and Seventy Six were like, so they if are... Starfield. If Starfield becomes a, I'd be really worried about their big hit ticket. This is supposed to replace our Skyrim being not. <laughs> I think my my thing with Bethesda and Bioware is that they've kind of skated by on benefit of the doubt, so. I would say oh, yeah. that a lot of their games from both studios are not a hundred percent. Like they're not, they don't have like the squeaky, like clean polish of maybe other studios. And there's always been glitches and there's always been some like weirdness here and there. It's a little but less that was, they're hate- where, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. But like that was back in PS2, Xbox, PS3, Xbox 360 era, and I feel like during that time, the games themselves or like the content of the games were good enough for people to give them the benefit of the doubt of like, they're trying something cool. I really like Star Wars or I really like this, you know, the Elder Scrolls world. So I'm just going to let it go. And, you know, no game is perfect. And nowadays we kind of are making more of an expectation of like, why are your games still like this? Well, it's also that a lot of open world games that have come out that are like those true open world do everything yeah. games lately have not been great. But I'm also like I, other I, studios are Phoenix doing or whatever was fine. People like which it. one? Phoenix Rising, the Ubisoft. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the best one out of the last year and a half. Yeah. Right? But <laughs> Well, other ones that have also been like fine, yeah. And then you had Cyberpunk. I would. Well, what I was, what I'm thinking of is like, 
Back when Bethesda and Bioware were making these games, they... I wouldn't say they were one of a kind, but like they were different from what a lot of other people were doing. And nowadays, everyone does it. Yeah, they had bigger scope than most studios. So you could give them, again, the benefit of the doubt of being like, you're trying something impressive, and you did a mostly good job of it. And I feel like back in the early days of 3D gaming, like we essentially were okay with some issues. Like I think we were just kind of used to it. And, I, I and nowadays, say, there's an expectation yeah, like, of... Yeah. Bioware is not... Like, Mass Effect and KOTOR are not nearly as buggy as any Bethesda. Like, yeah. No, true, true. They're really kind of stretching linking them together, because, like, Bioware games, everybody fixes them for... Or not Bioware, uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. Everybody fixes the game for Bethesda. Yeah. So yeah. it ends up being good. Like Kotor came out and it's totally fine. It runs on Xboxes yep. and like it's it's fine. Mass same thing and, with Mass Effect. Like And and I should I mostly I should. link the two of them together because both of them were pretty big as Western developers for a while. And it was during around the same time that a lot of other developers I feel like they were the start of the return of Western developers creating games that weren't looked at that ha- that were looked at better than Japanese games at that point. Because I remember mm-hmm. for a long time, a Western developed game was usually like a movie or a TV show tie in. So yeah. a lot of people didn't really care about Western developed games. And then all of a sudden, like certain. in the early 2000s, mid aughts, like western developed games became really good and i think bethesda and bioware were part of that yeah well, and, then, and and rockstar like and rockstar definitely Auto. like yeah. it was literally sandbox games like yeah, yeah. Fucking, so like, uh, like borderlands that, open and i, I want to add a caveat here like i don't think fallout 4 was necessarily a bad game uh, like it if sure i were to wasn't put good. it was it well wasn't, it wasn't good but like let me put it this way i put I want to say like 50 hours plus into Fallout 4 versus I played through the prologue of Cyberpunk and then quit. <laughs> so Fallout yeah, 4 was already but... a better game than Cyberpunk. So I I definitely would go with a little bit of an expectation of if they didn't do they didn't hit the mark 100% with Fallout 4 and obviously they completely missed the mark with 76, but that's neither here nor there I guess in a way. Yeah, Fallout um, 76 is basically Cyberpunk, an unplayable yeah, mess. Pretty much. Uh, so I'm kind of giving them a partial benefit that that was Starfield, but I definitely at with, with Cy- Cyberpunk has definitely made me temper my expectations. With a lot of those big studios where I'm definitely going to go in there a lot more cautious, you know, not just being like, yeah, give me it. Give me the game. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be yeah. a, a little bit more like buy the gamer chair. <laughs> is is this game actually worth my money? Am I going to get my X amount of time out of it? Or is it going to be a buggy mess? That's not worth playing at all. I feel like if if Bethesda is bugs. making the same mistakes that they have been making continuously, then that's obviously a bad sign. Well, it just seems like the studio has really great ideas, but they're not willing to grow. I've already I've standpoint. already talked about it. One of the head investors in Bethesda passed away. And he mm. was one of the main factors holding them back from creating a new game engine well, that's good. for them to use. So if they finally have made a new game engine, like these that's, games might be different. 
But if they're yeah, they still be. using the same engine that they used for Skyrim and Fallout 3, that's no, yeah, that's, dude. It's been 20 years old. Like, it's been 15 yeah. years. That's and another Bethesda problem. That was problem, Telltale's problem, they, too. That was, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, another, just, that's another major problem with Bethesda. They like to build that one... They build their engine. It's like, this engine will last for like 20 it years. Wasn't it's like, they. It was one of the owners. He didn't want to pay the money to make a new engine. Yeah. He but, was literally holding the company back. But there are, yeah, I know what I know what Dark Powers is saying. Like at points, they the intention of building an engine is the idea that you're gonna use it and it's gonna last. But I think it they miss a long time. <laughs> it, it lasts a very long time. But I think we often underestimate the progress that video games make in terms of technical yeah. abilities and graphics in particular. And I again Worth- that what I was just saying, that was that was kind of what happened to Telltale. They kept making really good story-based games, but they used the same engine in between two console generations, and it just didn't like it didn't look as good, you know, in year seven as it did in year one. <laughs> so, I mean, um, yeah, it's just things are developing faster than the engine can last, longer than the engine can last, and that's and and if they are making a new engine then you know yeah there's hope temper expectations about there's hope but temper expectations about a release date too i guarantee uh, dude, that I, when they even showed starfield and elder Scrolls 6 i was like why are you doing this these are like yeah. six years away yeah <laughs> i mean you're lucky if this is going to be 2022 in my opinion but if it is i would be i would cautious mm, yeah <laughs> that's I, scary like i said i still <laughs> i I think there is some validity to the news that Starfield will be this year. I, I mean, I know that that's been not, a game that they've been working on for a really long time. Yeah, since like Elder Scrolls Five, I think it's yep, been yeah. like a concept forever. Yep, yep. Um, Square Enix presents is going to follow up with that. Uh, they are apparently teasing something from Eidos Montreal. Um. I don't know if that's the Marvel XCOM game that Jason Schreier confirmed. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, it probably is. Wait, they're making another Marvel game? Like, an X- yeah. well, there's an XCOM Square game, doing. yep. Yeah, but I what forget. is Square doing? Uh, firing Yuji Naka, that's what Square's doing. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yuji Naka's no longer working for Square Enix. What? Well, I mean, he he did say in an interview that if Balan Wonderworld didn't sell well, he wasn't going to work for the company anymore. And boy, did he make good on that. Um, what? Yeah, I I don't remember because I can't remember what studio was making it. I need to look it up again because it might not even be Eidos. Wait, you're talking about with the the, the Marvel XCOM game? Well, it's the same company that makes uh, Civ. Uh, so it's Sid uh, 2K. Yeah, it was 2K. 2K. Oh, then that's but 2K is apparently making the market. Like that's not yeah. Square. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that was that was during a leak of a Marvel XCOM game and a Borderlands uh, side game. Yes, I saw that as well. So I don't know what Montreal's up to. I it would be kind of nice if it were um, Tomb Raider related, just could because be. I like the series. But well, what else it could, could it also be? be a, it could be a brand new IP. Yeah, the only I guess. guess I got because they sold him to Gex. Ah, huh? is Gex coming back? Oh boy, I'd be so excited for Gex Seven. I would be too. We got to get through four through six first. Gex Eight. 
Gex 7 is so big that it also is Gex 3 or 4, 5, and 6 all combined. There's also going to be world premieres and new game announcements, they're saying. They're talking about Babylon's Fall, uh, closer look at. I would assume that what Square Enix presents during E3, they're also presenting during uh, Jeff Keighley's sponsored oh, the by first Kool-Aid. Day? Yeah, Nick in the mm-hmm. Afternoon Summer Bash. Um, They've done that before. So they're also talking about Life is Strange 2 Colors and the Remastered Collection. They'll probably talk more about Marvel's Avengers because they've spent too much money not to. Beat that dead uh, horse. One of, my, one of my coworkers bought a PS5 and he got Marvel and miles morales and i'm like Ooh, well you got one like good one game. of them <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you which and then uh following that i guess there's gonna be a back for blood showcase uh i have some friends that got into the original i think beta for that mm-hmm. and they really liked it so i mean i'm not much of a left for dead person but it's, if it's you left are, for dead so yeah cool beans you don't really yeah, need to reinvent best. a wheel it's on that like, one kind of left for dead Oh yeah, it's so close. Yeah, right. You're talking about Back for Blood, right? Yeah, yeah, Back yeah, for yeah. Blood. Yeah, it's like probably just as playing, close as they could make it. Yeah, when <laughs> right. when they were having everybody like participate in early access, like, I'll, it's like so close, but it's just not Left for Dead. It's so a lot something. of people. Kind of, yeah, a lot of people are kind of like sad, and I think that's why they delayed it and are trying to like change a few things, but. It just sucks. Like Valve literally could just like work with them, right? And yep. then just make yeah. it the Left 4 Dead. I I don't get it. I really don't get it. Well, Valve. But I feel like even decided... if they did, do you think that it would still be the same game? Well, because like, they would, it would be still able to be back for blood. They would be able to use things that they created for the first two games. Well, I guess yeah. that yeah, that's my question. Is the thing is the problem with it not being Left 4 Dead? the fact that the game plays differently or is there just bit, something yeah. else? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's yeah. obviously going to be some changes because they can't... Yeah, because they can't the use exact the same thing. exact creatures either. Like, right? Okay. You, have to, you have to make completely new monsters. So, so, like, your bloater, even though he's a bloater in all but name, he does different things, as I understand. That's from The Last of Us. <laughs> I think he's originally... Yeah. And I then... So like yeah, like you got your, yeah, like your, your, your tank, your your witch, right. they're all different. Like your smoker. They're di- they're the same but different. Like it's it's one of those sad things where uh has I guess it's kinda like Bloodstained. But if Bloodstained just had the Castlevania name and was able to it use like been Castlevania stuff, it would have been a little better like it's still a good game but like so it's it definitely just not the aesthetic benefited. yeah 100 percent. well left for okay. dead so much of it is the aesthetic right like mm-hmm. think yep. about all of those youtube poops with like hills here those gary's yeah like those gary's, yeah, gary's models mods. like a lot of it is that it's uh, yeah because i guess what i was getting at was like if it's gameplay differences and not aesthetic, then even if Valve were to be like, you can use the Left 4 Dead IP, we'll, we'll produce this game you're making, might still have the same problems because if the gameplay is different, then yeah, can't it's really. It's pretty similar. Like, pretty yeah. close. Uh, it sounds yeah. like June 13th is the big packed day. Uh, uh, June 16th is just Steam Next Fest. Wait, so his thing is going on through E3? supposedly yes. yes and like i said That's so the so out of this list here 
The only one that's not on E3's list so far is the Devolver Digital and the Back of yeah. Blood Showcase. It's like one even, each day. Wait, are they E3's, at the same exact time too? Yes, they're the exact yes. same times. They're basically so. taking ownership of all of it. Wait, so are they streaming <laughs> two different streams? Or they're uh, showing like the same forty-minute show, but, but my logo is on this one, and E3's logo is on the other one. Yeah. Okay, this is a lot stupider than I thought. My mom said that we could share. It's as literally long as you don't. E3 can't Jeff have any Keely of the doctor really Pepper. trying to push his way in on this when it's like, dude. Well, I wonder if he already had this planned out because E3 just suddenly was like, hey, we're hosting E3 this year. Yeah, we that can do could also be too. true. It could also be the complete flop. It could be the opposite. Like you said, it could be that E3 is like, trying to shove their way in and being like, we're here. We're back. Yeah, get out of here, Jeff. As far as I yeah, know, the ESA needs money. last year, hey, I'm going to do this again. Yeah. Like, yeah. There, I, there I feel are, like Jeff Keighley's really trying to wedge his way in as like Mr. Video Games. Makes like, sense. You know what I'm saying? Like he has a big re- award show that kind of equals as a winter game announcement festival. So uh, there are, I think he wanted to do the same thing during the summer because E3 decided not to last year. Yeah, he was like, "Fine, if you won't do it, I will." I will, Mr. Video Games, me, Jeff Keeley. When we get to E3, there, are, I think there are four, maybe five things that are E3 exclusive. Yeah, um, Steam Next Fest is Jeff Keeley's thing. It's uh, just gonna be sales. Yeah, like I got nothing for that. Sales um, and demos. Summer Sonic Symphony sale. Orchestra will be June twenty third. So that was part cool. of the Sonic Direct last week, where they said that there was gonna be a free orchestra concert. So we've already talked about that. And then um, a, a TBA still. Yeah, July twenty second for some reason. E three EA has decided to do their E three presentation. In smack dab the middle of summer. Yeah, well, that's why um, I also think Sony's going to do something similar. Sony's going to be like July 15th. Here's our days of, here's our thing. August 20th, my birthday. Yeah, some weird time they're going to throw it out. Sony knows. What Technically, else, they actually what else do. do they have to talk about, right? They've already shown no, Horizon. EA? No, Sony. Like, uh, I mean, they could show off some of those other games if they don't get shown Um, off. I mean, they there have been some games that they've talked about in previous state of plays. So I imagine they would probably have oh, more fun. Oh, yeah, that, like, like Pixar girl? Yeah. 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 I, I guess, yeah. So um, they still have stuff to talk about, and then obviously they would they could potentially have something new to talk about. They did talk... I guess there was an interview uh, earlier this week. I think Sony's trying to, like, temper expectations of what to expect over the next couple months. And they basically said, like, God of War has been delayed, which surprised literally nobody. Yeah. Um, Wait, did they ever say God of War was this year? Yeah, originally. No, yes. Yes, they originally did. They said originally said 2021. The, yes. the original teaser said Ragnarok is coming 2021, and I was like, yes, I, as you. I didn't believe that for a <laughs> second, then I guess. Wait, wait. It's, it's another one of those like scrolling fields for Elder Scrolls 6. Nobody believes any date you put on that. Yeah. That's your only thing you're showing us. Yeah. You should have been like the Mirror's Edge trailer that was like out when it's ready. Oh, dude, that's the best way to do it. If that you're gonna show the game, me, if you're, <laughs> you're going to show me fake 3D, just say no date yet. Yeah, I would love that actually. And maybe maybe EA Play Live will have a new Mirror's Edge out. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, we'll no, move just, on to yeah. E3's exclusive stuff. Yeah, it's so we've already be talked about Ubisoft Gearbox on 
Saturday. Gearbox will have their presentation Saturday as well. Uh, Is it going to be fixing uh, Godfall? <laughs> Jesus. Well, we do know. Okay, so we do know there's going to be the, the DLC will probably be game. shown. Yeah, you sure did. I sure did. Yeah, Gearbox will definitely be showing off their DLC and the PS4 version of the game. And Borderlands will probably be there showing off the new Borderlands the, yeah. spinoff. Probably talk about the Wait, movie. Wait, but they I, still haven't released two of the DLCs for Borderlands 3, man. And maybe they'll talk about the Borderlands 3 and DLCs. The- <laughs> <laughs> like, they, nice they, save. They legitimately made people pay another $20 for one DLC that's come out. And it's Look, it worked not last even, time. But it's not even a story. It's Look, like it a, worked last time. It's like a it's, battle it's like royale thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they haven't said anything about the other two DLCs. I'm like, dude, what am maybe I it, what do I pay for? Maybe it's connected to Tiny Tina in the movie. And so they apparently, can't talk like, about it until the movie. Apparently Watch Dogs is having the same issue. Like I think they're on DLC pack number two or three. I guess they're gonna talk about that during Ubisoft's conference as well. I hope so. I uh, I mean Legion has been a weird thing for Ubisoft. I think the only game people have bothered talking about from this company has been Immortals. Yeah. So over the, the last year. Ubisoft has actually kind of given us Ubisoft Valhalla was last year. Yeah. Ubisoft is kind of no, said what they're planning on doing. It was a PS5 launch. Yeah, it was. Oh, was Cause, it? Because last year was the no wait, that wasn't the Greece. Well, that was like two years or Rome. Uh yeah. Uh, so Valhalla, I thought was last year because I it thought it was, was last year. The PS5 didn't launch this year. No, it didn't. Ubisoft. Uh, oh, also dude, I doing... forgot what month it is. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I thought we was in December. We already know some of what Ubisoft's gonna be showing off. We didn't talk yeah, about it. But it was late last be year. Showing, they'll mm-hmm. obviously be showing Rainbow Six Quarantine and Far Cry Six. They've already oh. said they're gonna be showing those two off. Oh yeah, Far Cry Six has started to drum up hype. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Viewers Next. can expect. Sunday, viewers can expect presentations from Microsoft's Grand X Warner Brothers games in 24 yep. Entertainment. Wait, Warner Brothers? So we're actually going to see Batman stuff? Probably. They sure haven't talked about it since the teaser. Yeah, yeah they so, haven't. So, some of this is not headlined in here. So there's going to be Warner no. Brothers are going to be talked about on the E3 channel mm-hmm. uh, and 24 Entertainment. And then there's also going to be the PC gaming show will also be on Sunday. Yeah, but and nobody like the, ever really watches that. No, so. nobody watches the PC gaming show because they just instead of unveiling games, they unveil graphics cards. And so then maybe it'll be Suicide Squad when I want it to be the Arkham stuff. Yeah. I I hope it's the Arkham stuff. I hope it's both. Like, but I feel like the Suicide Squad thing is gonna be probably more impactful because it's made by like the main Rocksteady Studios. Like, yeah. this is the Arkham team's next game. Well, and, and also a movie coming out soon, too. Yeah. There's that, too. The Suicide Squad. Uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's not a thing. <laughs> sure is. It's going to be the same movie. And then Monday's bringing in two conferences, three conferences, or two conferences, and then throughout the day, they're going to have indie developers coming in. Yeah. God, I was listening to the a radio station on my way for my coffee break this morning. Mm-hmm. And I guess there was a new 21 pilot song. And they were talking about like, oh, do you think that they're going to, you know, with Suicide Squad coming out, do you think that they're going to have a new song for Suicide Squad? Because they did the last one. And I was like, not with James Gunn as the director. <laughs> it's probably going to be some song that nobody's ever heard about from the 70s. But now we're going to love it. 
Yeah, so and I'll be the only one who knows. Caboose and I will be the only. I was gonna one say maybe you've is. never heard of it. <laughs> no, no, come on, give me, give me some slack. I know most of the songs from Guardians Volume Two. I know every fucking movie song from out. both movies. Well, I just don't remember all the songs and in the movie. and the songs <laughs> when they were in Infinity War. Yeah, true. Um, um go ahead. What were you gonna say? No, I, I was just talking about Monday. Yeah, uh, Capcom. So we finally are gonna get that great Ace Attorney collection. Uh, I'm assuming Monster Hunter stories will get talked about because that's what they're saying here in the article that we're reading from Polygon. Um, yeah, I guess Resident Evil 4 for Oculus VR is coming out. We all know that. Um, that got announced I think last year or last month. Yeah. And what? I, but I, I know I would like to see what all this hubbub is about with the Resident Evil 4 remake. If uh, that's no really happening no or. There's also talk to yourself yeah. Pragmata again. <clears throat> I don't remember that that game. That's the weird man on the space moon thing. Oh God, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, there's also but there's no that's way not Death that's Stranding. close either. Right? Yeah, the one that people thought was Death Stranding, but wasn't. Yeah, it'll it'll be like deep down. We'll we'll never see it. Which is also Capcom. Which is also Capcom. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's Pragmata. Yeah, I don't know. They've been they've been working on Resident Evil Four for at least a year maybe but they keep saying they want to change it they don't want it to be the same game like how resident evil 2 is like still the same they don't want it to be like that i don't don't know yeah i don't know how i feel uh, about that yeah i'm like i kind of would prefer if they just did what they did with re2 but who knows just do the same thing you did last time (laughs) maybe they make something cooler though you never know i mean i don't Go ahead. No, go ahead, because it might oh. be. No, mine's kind of not really. I, I mean, the thing is, is like Resident Evil seems to have a different path forward that it wants to take. And I don't know much about eight's ending, but I know a lot of people are just like, uh, okay. Uh, we don't know what the Resident Evil series is going to look like moving forward. Much like how we did have an idea of how the Resident Evil series was going to move forward after six uh ended there are a lot of things that as far as i know still haven't been talked about but i don't know what they're gonna do like they've remade two and retold and retconned portions of its story in order for it to work uh in one way resident evil 3 as far as i know is pretty different from the original and i think it's it was done in a way to tighten the story but at what point is like so Resident Evil Zero and One? I'm assuming are not are perfect. Then like that's Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil One are just going to be the way that that story is told forever. And then two and three have a different retelling of the original two and three story. How does that work with you know four, five, and six? Especially if they're remaking four. If they're gonna change four, then what is that gonna look like? Are they just gonna make it more serious, but it's still the same story? Is like kind of the charm of four was the fact that it was very tongue in cheek. Yeah, the charm of four is Leon is literally nineties Will Smith. Exactly. <laughs> like like it's it, kind of the point. It, that's it. It's just oh, we get we get quirky one liner man ripping zombie heads off and going ew, that's gross. And yeah, and let me tell you, Ethan Winters isn't that good at it. Yeah. And then you put he's in, not nineties Will Smith. Then you bring in Krauser, Arnold Schwarzenegger with an. <laughs> 
Yeah, we need blade arms. Well, technically, we had blade arms in seven. So, so. They they didn't say they wanted to change it from like third person to like first person. They just said they oh, wanted blade to change arms. the the like overall game Nar- feel. <laughs> Interesting. Oh no, we lost. I was just, I was about that episode. <laughs> in the cutscene, Scott and I are singing "Real American." I mean, it fits then, so well. And then the final. The, the, after the tag for the episode is an in memoriam for Jake Bladearms Krauser with real yeah. American playing over it. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> I mean, we don't was, have the clip, but we could play the clip. Yeah, we could, but we would be sued. My yeah. comment was, my I'm comment gonna was go watch saying, it. <laughs> thinking about Resident Evil Four, I just realized Resident Evil Four and Skyrim are kind of like the Eternal games, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's, it, it's like how Ubisoft age games. <laughs> yeah, it's like how Ubisoft like would remake Rayman Two for whatever system came out, and now they're just doing the same thing with Rayman Legends. Yeah. And so, anytime but a new system comes, not up, even just put not, Rayman Legends on it. Not even close to the scale of Skyrim in Resident Evil Four, though. Yeah. No, because the Ubisoft I mean, found something else. I mean, Resident Evil Four <laughs> yeah. still isn't even on the scale of Skyrim, but oh yeah, it's like it's just when I was thinking I, about it, I'm like, man, they're putting that thing on everything. Because Rayman got remade for the Game Boy Advance, and then Rayman 2 was just called Rayman DS on the DS, but it's just Rayman 2. But there's like seven versions of Rayman 2 anyway, and then once they did the reboots, they just kind of ignored everything pre-Rabid Rayman. Like, just don't... It doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah. There's a a pre-Rabid and a post-Rabid Rayman, and we don't talk about pre-Rabid Rayman anymore. You look at the Raymond timeline, you can see the fissure that occurs. Yeah. You think uh um, you think Mega Man twelve or Mega Man X nine or whatever shows up oh, at all? I it would actually be X ten. I okay, would put X- Yeah, I would put No uh Is it X nine? What it is? X eight was X eight is the last one, wasn't it? I wanted yeah. oh, yep, God, yep. I wanted X X. Do you think they would um Technically, be the X too. I mean, like, X didn't they kind of like close out the X story by putting in the zero stories? So would it be a zero there story, a, or would be a no, no, no? So they do to Mega Man Zero what Mega Man X does to Mega Man. There is oh, a say it's lots gap. Of yeah, there's like there's a gap that we're just not going to talk about, and at some point X is made and is frozen in time for 100 years because he's his brain is too. Okay. Experimental to be so, so they could know, do like an X10. The they they could do an X twenty. Like that's the problem is that at some point originally they KG could do Inafune, a twenty XX. They could. KJ and Afune wanted the series to end at five. Five was supposed to be the last one, and that mm-hmm. actually better bleeds into Mega Man Zero because Zero puts himself in a time capsule and says like, "Just wake me up when September ends. I I'm out. Like I'm not here anymore." And then he's supposed to be reawoken by Seal uh, right. when X goes, quote-unquote, Maverick. Um, and then Capcom said, no, we want money. Make a sequel. And I know Inafune was a producer, but he didn't have really much in terms to say about the plot. And that's why people are just kind of like, it's one of the worst stories ever in an X game because literally Zero just goes, ha ha, I was hiding. 
I wasn't actually dead. I preserved my body. Um, I mean, he did that in Zero Two, essentially, basically. No, Zero Two, he just has his pieces scattered. No. and they were held hostage. No, that's X Two. X- yeah, that is X Two. I said piece, Zero. Was, oh, Zero. Well, no, that was what was supposed to happen. Basically, yeah. like uh, X and Zero uh, get very badly injured in the fight with Sigma in X Five, and so. Uh, what happens is like Zero does a last minute sacrifice to help save X. Because it's a Mega Man game. Because it's a Mega Man game. And X is just kind of like I'll never forget you Zero. And then it's supposed to go into Mega Man Zero where they find his broken body and they revive him with the fairy and then he becomes the Zero that you know in Mega Man Zero. They'll never forget him because he knows he's not really dead. (laughs) Yeah. In X6 he was just like "Ah, I was just hiding while I repaired myself. And I was like, bitch, you didn't have legs. Like, where did you go? <laughs> he used his tongue to crawl. Yeah. <laughs> he just might have. Um, he didn't even have his sword. You know, X took it. Talking about, like... He uh, gave so, it to have him. You guys, have you guys ever played through 10 and 11? I... I've watched speedruns. I, I have played 9 and 10. I have not played 11. What? So I will say if they can keep it the quality they do for 9, 10, and 11, I'd be okay mm-hmm. with an X10. Because to be honest with you, 9, 10, and 11 are, aren't bad games. Well, They're they, actually they talked pretty about solid Mega Man. Yeah. After, after 11 came out and was actually successful, Capcom was like, wait, you guys actually do want Mega Man? Okay, oh, yeah. We will think about continuing the X series and the regular Mega Man series. That's cool. Yeah. Like if, if they do a good jo- if they do as good of a job as they did with you know what they did with the the original series, they X series could be pretty good, nice revive. Yeah. And I also think spacing them out well enough is good too. I don't think we need another Mega Man game every single year like they used to just pump yeah, them out. Okay. Yeah. Um so as long as they're spaced well enough so that people are like actually eager to play another one, then they'll sell. Surprise. Um, and as long as they keep pumping out banger tracks on it, everyone will be happy. And X8 was great. Like, I actually really liked X8. Um, obviously, nobody talks about 6 and 7. Like, we don't talk about those. But X, X8 was good. I would like to see more X. That would be great. I, I am glad that we're getting the Ace Attorney collection. Um, it'd be kind of nice if 5 and 6 got a Switch treatment. But I don't know if that's going to happen because of the touchscreens. I mean, World's End with, World Ends With You is on Switch. So they That's could true. do it. That's true. And the Switch Lite is a thing now. So like they can yeah. use that to sell the Switch Lite. Be like, hey, touch controls on Ace Attorney. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and then, you know, we'll have the Switch Pro with the new Pro controllers that'll have a touchpad on it so it'll all work out. So it's just yeah. a PS5 controller. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell, you can put a PS5 controller on the Switch yeah, if you true. want. Uh, All right, we, we kind of got off track. I think I'm, yeah, I've been really liking Capcom lately. Uh, that may be why we talked so long about them, but yeah. they've they've been kind of they have their ups and downs, and right now they're on the up. So we'll see yep. what happens, and hopefully they don't go back down. Um, just the one thing I'll make predictions on because yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. I hate making predictions. I you go go in with nothing. You don't expected. have to make. I don't. Yeah, and I try not to say yeah. we're making predictions, even though I use the word. But like, <laughs> what, what do you said. what do you want? Yeah, like what do you want? Well, that's the thing. Like, what are you I hoping for? I I never think about that either because that way I'm never disappointed, and I'm never <laughs> I'm never going on Twitter going, dude, why didn't they do this? They should yeah, have done I've, that. It's like I'd asked for the same Dragon Quest game for like three years, and then I finally got it. It's like Christmas. Um, I would be 
I would probably, the one thing I would expect from Capcom on the Street Fighter end is a release date for Oro because they've okay. already done, they've already done the whole, um, the last uh, stream they did, they already did the whole character breakdown for him. So now all we need for him is a release date. Uh, maybe a clue at least to see who the fifth character is in the season pass because we still don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. I hope it's um, another not Street Fighter character. That'd right? be cool. Akira's fourth, right? Akira's after Oro, yeah. Okay, so yeah, um, I, I would like something. But yeah, we we still don't know who the fifth character is. At the same time, I would totally be cool if we have no idea who it is up until it's up until their release. That'd be yeah, pretty cool. Um, it's just a silhouette. That's oh, we don't character. we don't even have a silhouette. Oh, <laughs> it's just when you look at when you look at the roadmap. It has. It wasn't it has, twelve like a leak though. Twelve was a leak, but twelve doesn't count as a character. Twelve was just a fun way to put a random select character in the game. Okay, okay. So twelve didn't count as one of the season's characters. The season's characters <laughs> are still Dan, Rose, Oro, Akira, and the as of yet to be named fifth character, which we still have no idea. Because okay. when you when you look at the roadmap, it's just a question mark. Okay. So. I know you're probably going to skip real quick, but I just realized the other conference they're doing on Monday. I forgot what conference that was. Uh, take two? Who cares? Yeah, that could be where they announced GTA 6. Now that I think about it. <laughs> yeah. If they yeah. were, yes. yeah. 2K Take Two has their own thing. That is where Grand yeah. Theft Auto would be. I, I completely forgot. And then I saw it. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, because yeah, they own Rockstar. They own Rockstar. Or Rockstar they own Rockstar. Own Why wouldn't Rockstar. they announce during that? Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, Take Two is the parent company. That, yeah, and they'll they're keeping their details close to the chest, which makes me even more think that maybe we'll get a GTA six announcement. Yeah. Never know. We'll never know. And I won't be I, I don't play GTA. I, I at this point I just watch people play the online version of it. So Yeah. I, I have no care <laughs> one way or the other, but um it'll be interesting to see if they're gonna finally start putting to bed GTA five. <laughs> never. I thought that they were making a PS5 version of GTA 5. Oh, they already did. Well, yeah, you could probably just play the PS4 version. Just play version the PS4 version. You could, yeah. but I thought that, yeah, if they haven't done it already, I thought that they had at least announced, like, a PS5 enhanced version of GTA 5. But, it but it's an enhanced yeah. version well, they, of a PS3 3. They, they did say they're going to be releasing... Game, it's a double enhanced game. They did say they will be releasing an expanded and enhanced GTA 5 or PS5 and Xbox Series X. Yeah, but that is crazy no to me. Means. Like, at least when The Last of Us is getting remade for PS5, it's actually getting remade. It's not remastering a PS3 game that was already remastered. <laughs> like, yeah. That is crazy you, to think about how GTA 5 is a PS3 game. And I was gonna, just at the end. And yeah. now that oh I remember God. this. Now that I remember the news, that announcement also at that time when they announced that was also when they announced that GTA Online will launch for PS5 exclusively and not on Xbox Series X. That's weird. weird. Eh, people Standalone are standalone version PC of GTA anyways. Online is still PS5 exclusive yeah. until 2022. Okay, so it's just oh wait. Know, by the, so by the time it comes out, so does that mean that in the normal game, if you buy the normal game, you still have GTA Online? You cannot go a... GTA Online on Xbox Series X. I well, no, 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 you you said standalone. That's a different yes, thing. Standalone version of GTA Online. Yeah, so, meaning so like if, if you I buy GTA, GTA 5, 5 on Xbox Series X, have the online version. Could I get the online? I'm curious if you do. Actually, well, I, you have it on regular Xbox and regular PS4. 
fours. So yes. like I don't see why it would change. Like that seems it seems weird to have because that word. Sony gave us money to do to do yeah. something dumb. Yeah, I thought, <laughs> yeah, this is just an article from like a month ago, so I don't even know about it. But oh, that's old yeah. news. That doesn't even count anymore. Yeah, who knows? It's already out of date. That's right. Just like a just like my graphics card. If it's it was a month ago, it's already dead. Um, I mean that is kind of true. <laughs> Except you have to. It's a seventy five percent price cut. No. It's a thirty something percent price cut for a seven percent increase in power. My card's a freaking zombie by now. <laughs> no, I don't even have one. Um, I off that thirty eighty Ti. Yeah, I was I'll surprised. Cut. I was surprised too. And then, uh, you know, not invited to Jeff Keighley's family get together. You have to and stop. It's Tuesday. I won't. <laughs> I am Nintendo no longer Direct. a fan of this bit. <laughs> Nintendo Direct and that's because I'm not doing it that way. Uh, you know, improv is hard. Nintendo Direct and Treehouse Live will be on Tuesday, June 15th. It'll be 40 minutes, and we'll talk mostly. Somebody really, I, I saw somebody on social media that very much misread this. Did, but basically, yeah. they said that Nintendo somebody holding, just won. Lots of people. If we're lucky, if we're lucky. Nintendo will hold a new Nintendo Direct presentation 83 where the company plans to reveal new details on upcoming Nintendo Switch games. Nintendo will then offer a longer look at its Switch lineup in a new Nintendo Treehouse Live immediately following the Direct. So basically, what was it? Uh, what did they say? So so well, based on this... They said the games that'll be there? No, they no, said they mostly releasing in 2021, uh, which means we're obviously going to see Metroid Prime 4. We're obviously going to see the Switch Pro. We're obviously going to see... Those were yeah, going to be my see, anti-predictions, <laughs> jerk. And, yeah, if I didn't see any of those, I'm going to throw a. I, I mean, you just there are already multiple videos out there on like YouTube of people being like, "This we're going to be seeing the Switch Pro reveal and release date on." And it's like, did you read the actual headline? Yeah, the Switch Pro stuff has been kind of people. annoying. They're basically tabloid um, journalists. But what I will say is like at, this point, at yeah. least at least the most recent stuff of the Switch Pro made sense to me. Because supposedly the 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 rumor mill was that uh, Nintendo was potentially being pressured into releasing info on a Switch Pro due to the fact that third parties that were making software for it can't talk about it unless the Switch Pro is unveiled. So I think third parties that if Nintendo Switch kits are sent to these third parties and they've developed software for it and they're ready to go and Nintendo's not talking about it for some reason then they're just kind of sitting here being like, we need to get this stuff off and on shelves. Like, what are you doing? So supposedly there's pressure from third parties to tell Nintendo, like, you know, take the shit or get off the pot. Like, yeah. do something. Well, I, the part I worry about also with this announcement was, like, the fact that they I really wish they hadn't said mostly releasing in 2021 because that opened a door to a lot of people saying a lot of dumb shit. <laughs> it did. So, okay, so what I remember, the tweet says, tune in for a Nintendo Direct with roughly 40 minutes of info focused exclusively on Nintendo Switch software, no kidding, mostly releasing in 2021, followed by around three hours of gameplay in Nintendo Treehouse Live. So no, no hey, shit what? they're talking about Nintendo Switch. What else is supposed uh, to come out this year? <laughs> <clears throat> we don't I, I imagine that it'll probably be it will likely be new titles there are a lot of indie yeah, games that they've honestly. already talked about uh last month so there's already stuff 
that Nintendo has a roadmap for 2021 I mean, into 2022. I just remembered. I forgot. <clears throat> Pokemon will be on that. A large Pokemon part of this will be Pokemon. Could likely be on Diamond. it. I made a joke about oh, how they're probably okay, going to spend yeah, at least is- 10 minutes on Skyward Sword HD. Um, and that too, probably. Yeah, so I mean, they'll probably there you go. You got it. Skyward Sword and Pokemon. We already Skyward know Sword, the yeah. majority. 20 minutes each. Right. We got it, baby. And then I'll three be, hours of Skyward I'll Sword imp- HD. I'll be impressed if they keep that down to 40 minutes. Look, if they introduce Groose mode, then they've already so, sold the game. Supposedly also Shin Megami Tensei 5 is still scheduled for this year, and that is also well, that a was a, Yes, that was apparently a leak. So supposedly Shin Megami Tensei 5 will be talked about during this E3. What? That'd be crazy. I'm just looking at um, the 2021 yeah. Switch games. Rune Factory yeah, 5 yeah. is also Switch exclusive in 2021. That might I mean, they're shown. still... When they say mostly releasing in 2021, uh, I think that perked up the ears of uh, you know some Zelda Universe folk because yeah, I mean, we honestly, know that Breath of the Wild Two has been pushed to 2022. Breath of the Wild Two, like yeah. it's kind of they showed the trailer when they showed off Hero in Smash Brothers. Like yeah. it's been it's so wild. long. It's been two yep. years. I mean, remember that we still had COVID year, so obviously that was going to push things back. Um, I would, I obviously like, I say this without being disappointed if it doesn't happen. I expect probably something about breath of the wild too. I think we're all like, you know, Zeus on guard right now because we're expecting something. Probably just talk Zelda about related. it in passing. <laughs> Still happening. Like didn't. I don't he did. That was when they unveiled uh, hey. Skyward Sword H2. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll just do it again. We'll talk about it when we talk about it. Yep. And it's possible that they could, but if they're saying mostly releasing in 2021, that's, you know, that opens up. Uh, The thing that I was talking about that people were like, where I was like, oh, you totally misread this. Somebody said like, oh, wow, I can't believe it's going to be like 40 minutes of all first party releases. And I was like, what? Not what they said. (laughs) What? If if you're talking about exclusively on Nintendo Switch software, that doesn't mean exclusively only on nintendo switch that doesn't mean only nintendo software i don't know man remember the smash brothers presentation was 30 minutes of just smash i hated that I really yeah. Hated. Yeah. Do that with skyward sword or pokemon well not, that really was my joke don't. i was like because normally that's what they've done where they've been like yeah we're gonna focus like most of this direct on a particular game but they've already Excuse me. They've already talked about Skyward Sword at length on social media about how the control stick is going to be used instead of the motion controls. So I feel like that was them getting it out of the way. Doubt Do it. I think they're not going to talk about Skyward Sword? Of course they're going to talk about Skyward Sword. Like, are you fucking kidding me? They're probably going to talk about how the amiibo works. In they're going to show off Groose. Yeah, they're going to do. They're going to show off the new Groose mode. Where it was two hours and every like fifteen minutes was, and Link has learned to do this new thing that we will show you. <laughs> but I expect that for Pokemon, like Diamond and Pearl, just like yeah, all the yeah. changes and shit. And it's just like, eh. All I the, yeah the look the, tree the Pokemon kind of Brilliant Diamond watch, Shining really Pearl. Tune in and watch it. That one could have been like two seconds, and all I fucking need them to say is whether or not they're going to use HMs. <laughs> like just say just say we've at least reduced the number of hms in the game <laughs> and like okay i'll see you guys in november yeah um yeah i mean 
I'm interested to see if anything new is going to co- come up from this. I think the last time I ever felt really excited from a E3 announcement was like 2009. I like how when they get the last when they talked about Donkey Kong Conference. Country Returns. Donkey Kong Country Returns sold me a Wii. Like that that got me to go ahead and buy a Wii because I just that wasn't was going to do it. It was a fun ass game. It was, and the fact that they brought back that franchise from the people who brought back another dead franchise at the time, I was like, okay, cool, yeah, I'm on board. Um, I think, yeah, I think people are still like, I think people are still waiting on Metroid Prime. People are still waiting on Bayonetta three. Um, I think anyone probably see neither. (laughs) I was say, if anyone expects those to be seen, you are putting up a very tall chair to be knocked over. Yeah, I mean, I could. If anything, I could see Metroid Prime. Oh, I I would think Bayonetta more than Metroid because Astral Chain has been done for what like two years at this point. And Platinum is like Platinum isn't doing anything else, supposedly. Uh, yeah, no, I, they are. I, I was just what saying, else? in terms, they are doing. I just saw I was, it. I was Babylon's just Fall. Oh, for Square. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Maybe that'll show up in Square's thing. I don't know. Uh, I think just, they already said it well. It, it is. It, Platinum they said doesn't it well. take very long to make their games, right? So yeah. if they're working on something, it usually comes out reasonably fast it does make me wonder though if like if they announce bayonetta 3 i think this is like the only game that platinum has announced that they just have haven't not released about. yeah, yeah you know they, what I mean? they just because they haven't done any well it's because bayonetta it's 2, probably something they have to work on the way that game works is it, it, it wraps itself right. into one it and it loops it orderboroses right. so what the fuck are you they don't need three. With three the reason why they're probably not working on three very hard is because they probably didn't really want to make three originally well uh just the thing sense. is is that you know they're kind of they basically are the kind of company that in between pat like they have a big pra- passion bleh, passion project and then they have to do jobs like they have to just yeah but then make they got a game the for another company money. so that they can make money yeah but then they got the 10 cent money and they Look, literally don't ten cent owns do that anymore ten cent owns everything and they probably like at this rate it's more like uh winning a civil trial like a mass civil lawsuit and they're just like getting five bucks every you know month <laughs> ten cent can't <laughs> We're just like we we have too many companies, and we like the League of Legends people better. <laughs> We're gonna give Riot some more money and uh, just make another Ninja Turtles game. You'll be fine. <laughs> um, that seems to be. You really it. gotta you gotta cut over the last studio. Yes. Oh yes. Well, look. Even Polygon didn't write anything. They just said Bandai Namco will also have a showcase with details forthcoming. Oh, right. it's Tales. That's it. Yeah, so I assume they they'll probably talk about Tales, Tales of Technically, Arise. they could um, show off Elden Ring as well. Um, uh, Scarlet, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot 2. Scarlet Nexus could be shown, considering it's getting its heavy ramp up for release for Scarlet Wait, that Nexus. That still not out? No, it's, it's coming out, as well. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard some news about it recently, so I yeah. can't imagine. It, it'll either be on their conference or it'll be on Microsoft's. I I because it was on Microsoft's last time. The two I expect at Bandai Namco are Tales of Arise and Scarlet Nexus. Um, I I feel like they. I mean, among the plethora of anime games that they won't be making, um, (laughs) that's pretty much. I mean, I jokingly said Kakarot too, but it could happen. Wait, so you 
You don't think oh, uh, you don't think any new Tekken, like a Tekken, Tekken. Tag Three or Tekken Eight? <laughs> oh God, no, no, uh, no, no, Death there's... by Degrees Two. Give me well, Death but, by Degrees Two. But isn't no, there's... Horizon like trying to figure out rollback, right? Yeah, but no, still... it's not using it. They're still, they're still, um, they're still pretty set on Tekken Seven. On Tekken Seven, okay, that's. that's um, oh no, it wasn't Tekken. It was pizza. um, shoot, what was the other game that just got announced? Virtual Fighter Five, I guess, isn't or that's the next Virtual Fighter game is Sega. not using rollback. Yeah, that's Sega. Just to give you a quick, just to give you a quick update, Scarlet Nexus releases on the twenty fifth of June. So okay, I was like, so it's it, coming out. That game if, was if, like it was right. Well, that was Xbox's other like, hey, this is the yeah, Series X thing coming out. Yeah, I remember all exclusive. of us looking at being like, what? I know it's not exclusive, but Xbox mainly was like, hey, we're really excited about Scarlet yep. Nexus. So they I were. figured it was coming out like closer to launch. Yeah, no. no, it it is uh it got it was supposed to be on May fifteenth. It was supposed to be released, then it got delayed last minute. Wait, Bandai um, Namco, we could get a new Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm. We could get a Naruto. Oh my god, who cares? That's or, what I'm sorry, saying. Like, they will likely yeah, a Gundam Naruto, game, maybe. Boruto's dad, Ninja Storm. We could get a new Gundam game Jeez. tying into the new Gundam Seed series <laughs> movie. I mean, and look, comic. If you give me Dynasty Warriors Gundam, I will play it. Hell yeah. But that's not Bandai Namco. <laughs> Uh, I do have to ask. I'm looking through my. Uh, that's Toei. I'm, go- I'm yeah. on Koei. I went no, to Koei. Scarlet Nexus <laughs> website. Toei. I went to the Scarlet Web's oh, website shit. at the that's very bottom for Scarlet Nexus. It recommends that I may also like my friend Peppa Pig, and I'm like, what? How do you go Scarlet Nexus to Peppa Pig? <laughs> How do you? Uh, anyway. I, 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 because Scarlet Nexus released is like two weeks after the E3, I kind of expect them to show at least a little bit of it off to try and push the game sales. Yeah, like another trailer. Yeah. And then, yeah, I guess technically we could see Elden Ring, but no, we're not going to see anything on that. Uh, I the feel like Microsoft well, showed again if they so the, so the thing is, if we see Elden Ring, we're going to see the leaked trailer that anyone that really cares about Elden Rings has already watched. When was that leaked? Like a month and a half, two months ago. I it wasn't was, like I thought that was fake. No, it was real. It was just spliced. They had to splice parts of the images together and stuff. Unless it was fake, but yeah, I don't that think sounds it was. fake to me. <laughs> if no, you have to do that to a trailer, stuff. that sounds fake. Well, because it was like pieces stolen from. their I was gonna say it could have been an AR thing. Yeah, let me see. Oh, remember that? Remember I, that? I don't care. If it comes out, it comes out. I guess remember that... Uh, I don't that... want to see a shitty quote-unquote leaked trailer. Oh, I'm not going to show it. You don't got... want the version of uh, X-Men Wolverine's Origins where the CGI wasn't in Ooh, yeah. yeah. It wasn't ever deconfirmed. They just kind of like tried to ignore it existed. After maybe they because they were like... And... Maybe because they were like, this isn't worth our time. And that's well, just no, they, as good. They did spend like a full week tra- doing takedowns on every single leak that came out for it. This is this is why um, I hate leaks. They're so stupid. Don't... But if we if we do Be patient see and wait, Elden Ring will probably see that trailer just cleaned up and actually put out. Well, then good <laughs> thing I expect. haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's all we got for Jeff Keighley and uh, E3. This is weird, man. 
So yeah. what, what are you going to watch? Yeah, what are you going to watch? You got to pick a side, damn it. Yeah, for E3. Nice. Look, it's. I know it. you're still like a big sign up that you have to do in order to like be a part of the E3 ecosystem. And it's just the same as it ever was. So like... Wait, I, they're not us, hosting it for free on Twitch? Oh, I you can watch stream, it for free. No, the streams are hosted for free. But like if you want more than that for E3, then you got to sign up the same way you used to as if you were actually going. Oh, and have your address and... and have your address, yeah, leaks <laughs> into the public. Yeah, so. no thanks. No, we we just we moved, so like we're fine. We're not gonna go to another E three and ruin it again. Yeah, um, I'll be watching with Jeff. I'll I'll stand with my boy. Yeah, I'll bring I'll bring my own Dr Pepper. So once E three starts for me, I'll be watching. <laughs> I need a clip of Eric Andre when he said, "I am no longer a fan of this bit." When the bear <laughs> when the bear came on. <laughs> um, Good. wait, I will be watching. Eric e- said that, not Hannibal. It was yeah. Eric. Yeah, that was Eric. Hannibal was just in the corner shaking his head. <laughs> I will be watching. I will probably be watching the E3 stream only because a lot of the announcements for E3 are going to be on their official channel through their E3 stuff. Um, and whenever I watch the actual press conferences, I always want to watch ones that don't have the extra commentary anyway. So. Yeah, I don't think Jeff would have extra commentary. I don't think he will either. So at, the, at that point, like, it really doesn't matter sure who I'm the watching. Exact same feed. Oh yeah, it'll probably be the exact same feed. So it doesn't really matter who I'm watching there. But like I said, that once was E3 Gearbox starts, here I'll probably be watching Jeff Keighley presentation. The E3 stream only to watch the extra, you know, titles that are being shown off. The only commentary I ever enjoyed during a one was the Ubisoft one, where they were just bashing Aisha Tyler for oh, being awkward God. as fuck. <laughs> Poutine. <laughs> Poutine is a snack from Canada. <laughs> Yves Guimot is from Canada. Thank you. All right. I think that's going to be it for our show. We are at the three hour mark. So this turned out about as long as uh, I was kind of expecting it to be. Mm-hmm. Dreading it. One to of be. these days. One of these days, it'll we'll have a ninety minute podcast. Yeah. I don't. I just don't think that's so. that's a tall task. That's a tall task. I mean, gargoyle. We talk. We gotta talk about gargoyles. Well, okay that 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 part of the, that part went rather quickly. It did actually. I wasn't yeah, aware it's... we were just gonna read off the whole schedule of E three. Uh, we didn't really go over everything, but I did read off the whole schedule. Anyway, we will be back. Is, wait, is there anything? Yeah, so June eleventh will be. The start of Summer Games Fest. It'll be after, think... yeah. It'll be after the cock or the Coke prime time. I was about to say you you and... phrased that correctly. Well, it's because it's spelled and it always throws my brain off. Uh, it's and Coke the, and the kickoff live. That'll be the only thing that'll have popped next yeah. Friday. I don't know if you know. I haven't received anything back yet about the kickoff. If we do receive anything, I'll figure it out. But it's two p.m. on a on June tenth. And that is yeah. a Thursday. Yeah, so I'm kind of like yeah. probably won't be able to do that. Uh, I also so we'll, have we'll plans see. for then. So. Oh, you do. So yeah, we'll probably skip next week and then we'll be back after E3 and talk about it. Do we want to do it that way? Sure. Yeah, I mean that seems like the smartest way to do it. Okay. So we will skip next week. Do you want to do four? No, we'll just. 
Do you want to do four Gargoyles episodes, or do we just want to do two? You can do four in two weeks. I mean, I know I can, but then that means we just have more to talk about. I mean, we. I think we can do it. All right. We'll do that then. So All we'll be back gargoyles. two weeks from now. We will not go next week. But with that, this is our show for this week. Uh, we'll be back, but in the meantime, we'll go around the table and tell everyone where you can find, where our viewers can find us and figure out what the heck we're up to. Uh, Caboose, where can we find you as always? Uh, you can find me at Twitter at underscore Caboose with three O's. Uh, I mainly just talk about the shows I'm watching and the games I'm playing, like, and randomly stupid things about it too. Like how in the musical episode for Lucifer this season, they were able to put in both versions of just the two of us into the same song. And it was pretty great. Oh, nice. <laughs> it started. Power, so we're... Go ahead. No, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. It, doesn't okay. it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> when I feel like it, uh, Twitter, Dark Pyros, and Twitch, Dark Pyros. I'm pretty easy to find when I'm on. Filthy Pizza? Uh, Twitch.tv slash Filthy Pizza. It's uh, just Among Us, if that's still popular. <laughs> Or you, or you, uh, you guys still like that? Are the kids still playing that? I still, I, I still watch Goose, a lot Goose, of Among Us. Uh, yeah, Goose Goose Duck, not Duck Duck Goose. They are different games. They, uh, yes, they are. You get it right. And if you want to find more updates on this channel, including schedules, or if you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can follow my Twitter at LP. If you're catching the show for the first time here and want to follow, please be sure to do so. Or if you're listening on any podcast service that this show is on and want to see the show live with video, you can follow me at twitch.tv slash laughingboylp. You can also catch the VODs of this show on youtube.com at the same place. Please consider giving us a like or a good rating for the podcast. Once those are up, I just want to thank everyone for being here. Thank you for listening. Until next time, this has been Touching Base. Good night. Adios. Good luck. 